0: FRIDGE GUYS! Alright, uh, welcome back to the, this is the Fridge Guys podcast. Um, what day is today? It's June, like, 3rd or 4th? June 4th, Tuesday, June 4th. Um, we are recording uh, live here in the, uh, the Dane's Horror Man Cave, uh, basement studio. Uh Um been uh, been a little while, been busy for, uh, you know, it's the summer now, so I've got a lot of beer to drink and a lot of other things going on, so I haven't been able to, to do a podcast for a while, but had a couple uh, people um, reach out to me here the last month or so about uh, being guests on Fridge Guys podcast, so they are both here with me tonight. We have Darian. Hello, everybody. Hello, Darian, and we have Eric. How's it going? Well, it's going pretty good. Okay. Thanks for uh, joining me here tonight. But uh, let's get to know you guys a little bit. Uh, so I know Darian you were a guest on Three Beers later like a year ago. It was um, yeah it was I think
1: back in September the October oh, time frame was
0: it okay yeah I, uh, I won that uh,
1: that tap takeover, but it unfortunately didn't get to schedule it until October. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's right last year at Lincoln Beer Week. Um, you checked into enough places to qualify you for the, the the Happy Raven Tap takeover. That's right. That's right. And you talked about that on Three Beers Later. And um, Eric, you. Um, so you listened to the Nebraska Beer 30 episode that right. I was on, correct? Yep, yep. So you know, so do you know Grady?
2: Yeah, I know Grady. I met him through his wife. She uh, used to teach our kids how to swim, and then Grady actually babysat her kids a couple times, uh, which is probably a mistake, but, you know, it happened. <laughs> and uh, so I, I got turned on to you from him.
0: Oh, yes. So, uh, yeah, I, on uh, Nebraska Beer 30's uh, Facebook page, um I saw that you were commenting about uh, about my drinking uh, drinking beer escapades and whatnot, and so I reached out to you see so if you wanted to come on to the Fridge Guys podcast, and now you're here, and we're gonna start drinking some beers. So first things first, let's get uh, let's get one of these cracked open. this This beer is from our friend Renegade James at um, Home James for something like that on Twitter. Um, Ursula Brewery Brewery, um, this is a Ultimate Clarity a New England IPA with Mosaic, Mandarina, Bavaria Citra and Hool Melon so the last time he sent he sent a couple Ursula beers they were like big triples one was uh, was just a triple IPA I think it was called 11 Iron Man or something like that I'm dripping a little bit oh well and then uh, pass that over. And then the other one was the uh, same thing but uh, some sort of fruit variant. So this beer is looking pretty good. Nice hazy to it. It's good head on it. Thank you. hmm mm. Oh, fruity. Well, yeah, wonderful citrus nose on it.
2: There's some left in there if somebody would like some.
0: Well it's all you, sir. Well uh I don't have to drive, so I'll, I'll go ahead and take a Boss Pour here.
2: I don't either. <laughs> no, that's right. You Ubered over. Here. That's right. I'm a safe drinker.
0: That's right. This is a 16 ounce can from Aurora, Colorado. Um, I don't know what the ABV is on it, and it does not say. Let's pull out the Old Untapped app. That's true. You guys both are on Untapped, yeah. correct?
1: Yeah,
2: and I, I'm kind of like you. I uh, I have favorite beers. Uh, but generally, if I'm drinking at home or buying something, I do not like to repeat. Um, if I don't have to, it's just there's so much that why would you have to repeat?
1: It's a blessing and a curse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that,
0: that is true. I I very rarely drink the same beer twice. Although, in the summertime, I find myself once in a while doing that a little bit more, just kind of sitting out by the pool on the deck or something like that. And I'm, you know, i well, crack a couple of, it, like, the, the other day... You know, I happen to come into Cosmic Eye beers fairly frequently, so I've been drinking some Cosmic Eye beers on the deck. Although, uh, just recently, one of my buddies, Jason uh, McLaughlin, he uh, came, he dropped me off a six-pack of the new Wasatch, uh, their first New England IPA. Nice. It's called uh, uh, Soaps Juicer, Juice or something like that. He actually, uh, he's from the Salt Lake area, and he was out there and, and uh, helped him brew it so oh no kidding yeah he was out there and and uh, collabed with them and so he brought the, he got a couple cases from him he brought me a six pack so i was drinking that this weekend it's pretty tasty
2: i was out in salt lake for work for the first time probably about nine years ago and uh kind of you know just knew it to be mormons so i mean that's all i knew about <laughs> utah and i i asked everybody if they were mormons of course they were for the most part but i uh Said you have do you have any breweries around here? And uh, they said yeah, Squatters is down the street. So I got to go into Squatters, and then there are a couple other I can't remember where they are now, but little small ones. And I was really surprised that they actually had breweries in Salt Lake. So yeah, they, they got good beers out in Utah.
1: You, they, you can't buy beer from an actual liquor, liquor store. You actually have to go in and buy it there. Right. Correct.
0: I've never been there, but from from what it sounds like, that is the the case. And it sounds like that they also have to like serve food. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and
1: I think it's got to be below a certain ABV too, right? Yeah, it does. At that time, it did. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's. I think uh, I was talking to to Sam Riggins the other day, and he was talking about how he loves to go out out in that area. You know, like hiking trails and biking trails and stuff like that. But like uh, every brewery has like chips and salsa on the menu. I guess <laughs> they gotta have, serve food. Yeah, they have to serve some sort of food because whatever laws they have. So well,
2: it's nice. kind of like Pennsylvania has like weird. Laws like that where if they're selling beer, they also have to sell a certain amount of food. So they might have like pickled eggs or like jerky or something. So terrible. there's a great place called the, the Foodery that just has probably 600, 700 different bottles. And they got this thick catalog and you just do your own mix and match. But it's oh, good. Wow. so if you get out there. Uh, that was in the Philly area.
0: And they're they're on site that you're drinking yeah. there? Uh, they- no, you, you take them with. What's oh, the name of that place? Uh, it's
1: called the Foodery, I believe. The Foodery. I'm going to be in Philly in uh, October for a wedding. Yeah, so. oh, wow. yeah There's multiple and locations. Lord knows I know how to pack beer. <laughs> <laughs> Stick it in your underwear, your
2: shoes, whatever, or
1: a suitcase. Yeah. yeah. Right, right, 100 pounds worth. <laughs> right. <laughs> Did you
2: have to pay the extra fee yeah. to br- <laughs> And you know it's worth it. I I imagine it's worth it.
1: Uh, oh, it. Oh, yeah. The the beer that we brought back from Vermont was was well worth the extra money. I. Uh, might as well just get into that.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, so you're both talking about different places. So that's one thing I wanted to bring up, you know, like beer beercations or or traveling for beer. It seems like maybe both of you guys do quite a bit of that. So
2: mine's more of uh, I travel for work. So sure. I book my meetings. And then the last thing to book is my hotels. And those are usually booked in relation to the breweries. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the last trip I took was out to Virginia. And so I knew I was going to be in Richmond. So it was close to the Vale, the answer places i knew from uh, a guy in the east coast that sends me beers so i was like i gotta check out this brewery so it's usually what i do how long ago was that i was there in march okay and uh, the veil and i had some commonwealth um answer's really good but i was a little torn on the answer because their beers are really good but the story is that uh, it's this vietnamese guy that owns the answer and uh he it's a restaurant amazing food if you're, you got to get the rice, eggs, and bacon, it's amazing. Mm. And then he takes the beer that is brewed for him and then infuses it mm-hmm. with the flavors. So I don't think it's done during doing or during the uh, the brewing process. I think it's done after. So I'm not sure how I feel about it, but it, it, they're definitely good.
0: Yeah. Hmm. So I'm pretty sure that so all of his like juice bomb uh, beers, the the. the that, you know, similar to, like, the Mimosa Gozas that Boiler does, all their big juice ones are Anderson Valley Goza beers. Okay. So Anderson Valley supplies him with the Goza, and uh, and then he he puts all the fruit and, and does all the stuff with it. And then uh, I'm pretty sure that his stouts is actually a founder's, like, breakfast stout. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. And then he gussies them up or however he does it. I've never actually had any of the stouts from from answer but uh, I actually have four Crowlers from Anser. I just got uh, this weekend.
1: So. so I'm
2: just picturing this guy with this huge syringe, and this beer comes in, these kegs, and he's like, <laughs> <laughs>
1: injects it, you know. <laughs> so speaking of infusing beer, when we went to Michigan for the Husker game last year, we stopped, I can't remember the name of the brewery, um, but it's, uh, they would sit there and they would infuse the beer with smoke right in front of you. Mm-hmm. They'd put a, a glass canister over the 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 glass, and then they'd pipe in the smoke, and then you could leave it there as long as you want or as little as you want. And they'd do it to any beer. Hmm. It was I I did a porter because that sounded like the yeah. the best thing to smoke, but uh, it was kind of a novel idea. I'd never seen that before.
0: Wow. So uh, so you do a lot of work travel, yep. and then uh, you you like to hit up the breweries with that. What kind of what kind of beer travel? I know you just had a trip here, Darian. So.
1: Yeah, we uh, just got back from Vermont for a week. Um, We hit up Lawson's. We hit up Foam. Uh, We weren't going to hit up Treehouse, but thanks to Atlanta and Delta, ended up getting routed through Boston. And when you go through Boston on your way to Burlington, it only makes sense to stop by Treehouse. So we stopped there. Uh, We did uh, Hill Farmstead. Um, We did uh, Alchemist. Basically any big brewery in the area, we hit um and got a little bit carried away with the the beer purchasing and uh ended up I I brought three bags. I brought a carry-on. I brought my personal item and I brought a massive suitcase full of blankets. <laughs> and uh the first day I, th- I I think I spent $200 at uh Treehouse alone. Oh yeah. Wow. Which was enough to carry the entire big bag. Yeah. So when we were leaving uh, the day before, I I woke up and I looked in the refrigerator and then I looked over at my, my suitcase and I looked back at the refrigerator and I looked at my buddy Rob and I said, Hey, you didn't check a bag, right? No. You want to check my other bag? Because <laughs> I think this is going to be more than 50 pounds. And it was. Um, I ended up splitting it into the two bags. The first bag was right at 70 pounds. I actually had to remove a can of beer to get it below 70 pounds. You chug it right there in the airport. And be like, No, I thought about it. I actually sent you a, a message <laughs> saying that I was going to do a beer, ch- a beer chug, but um, I was a little hungover.
0: <laughs> wow, the the dog is, you feel better right away. <laughs> um,
1: so I actually took a can out and put it in my carry-on, got it right at 70 uh, pounds. And then the, the concern was, well, now how heavy is my, my carry-on that I was checking? And it was 47 pounds. Jeez. <laughs> so, uh, and I actually got through the entire trip with losing only one can. And know. it was a can that I'd already had, so I wasn't terribly upset.
0: Yeah.
1: The other guy lost six cans. oh So, um, but yeah, no, it was a great trip. So they took, somebody took him out of the suitcase or? No, they, they exploded oh, in transit. I've never had that happen. Um, wow. Well, he didn't pack his nearly as well as I did. Okay. Um, I specifically bought, brought blankets. So I could at least try to minimize it. It didn't work when I got when I opened it. The cans were just everywhere. Wow. Um, but he had he had metal. He had shoes. He had things that wow. were just not meant to be with beer. Sure. But yeah, no, it was a great trip. Um, we go at least once a year. Um, like I said, we went to Michigan last fall. We're gonna go to Colorado um, for the Colorado game. Spend oh, a man. weekend up there. Okay. So, I got
2: some locations because we we don't take beer vacations, but we we definitely, uh, I can make it be about beer. Mm -hmm. So like we went to South Dakota, the Black Hills uh, last summer and there's breweries and wineries like all along the route for all the sites you go to see. Mm -hmm. So every time we saw one, we're like stopping, my wife would get the wine, I'd get the beer and the kids would color or whatever. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So that was about beer. And then my sister-in-law lives in uh, Erie, Colorado, perfect location. So we're right by Lafayette. um, And then she's got a brewery in her town. So I, those are i have my staples that i go to there and bring back you know a car full of beer so if you're out in the lafayette liquid mechanic have you had that i've heard of it they make a, a great peanut butter porter they do some good hazy ipas they they got some good stuff um there's odd 13 no had that. Yep. Yeah. yep uh noob is excellent from there um and there's i saw them in arizona so they're they're getting some distribution now um
1: i got odd 13 from tavor oh yeah yeah
2: okay um, and then uh, Industrial Revolutions, a small brewery in Erie. Erie actually has three breweries alone in, in this small town, so it's, it's a good location. I mean, there's tons right within, you know, 15 minutes of each other. That's good. So Tavura, that's like a website. Yep. Because when I got started and really into the beer, I mean, I've been drinking crap beers for a long time, but I, I started wanting to get stuff from all over the world, and so I used to go to BeerGeek.biz, and I'd get beers from like Africa. Like, I got the worst beer I ever got was from Ethiopia. This thing was like <laughs> chunky, and it's one of the only beers I've ever dumped because I was like, I, I will die. If I, I drink don't this trust that. Rotten animal th- floating in this beer. <laughs> so I was like, I can't do it. But then all of a sudden, beergeek.biz shut down. I was like,
1: where do I get my beers? Like,
2: I'd get, you know, this big 12 pack, you know, cost whatever, and then beers from all over the world. It was just great.
1: Yeah. I've heard of that.
2: Yeah. But I, uh, so. Tavor, tell me about that a little bit.
1: So Tavor, it, it, I believe it's regional. Um, they, their beer selection is regional um, because what people in the Northwest have access to, I don't necessarily think that we have access to. So what ends up happening is they'll come out with, I think, three um, beers per day, and um, they go pretty quickly. So um, you got to get on them pretty quick. And then they go to a wait list or then they get sold out. But they get beers. Um, unfortunately, we get there's a lot of Nebraska beers that show up there. But I've been able to get um, Anchorage. I've been able to get the Odd 13. Uh-huh. Um, I've been able to get Brewery from San Diego. Um, I've been able to get Cigar City out of uh, Tampa. Uh, but they, they specialize in being able to get the beers that you don't typically get in your area. Um, but basically what you do is from the the date you buy it, um, they'll give you a ship date. And you can purchase as much beer as you want up to that point. Um, if you want to extend it, you can extend it another two weeks, and they'll ship however much more. Um, the catch is there's a flat rate of $13.99 shipping. Okay. So you can buy as much beer as you want over the course of the month, over the, the course of the shipping um, window, and they'll ship it to you. For thirteen ninety nine, is it all like app based? You just kind of get notifications yep. of what? Okay. Yep, it's all app based. Hmm.
0: I'll
1: it's actually pretty that. nifty. Um, my bad.
0: Uh, yeah, all right. Let's uh, let's start. Let's drink another beer. Let's do it. This uh, this Ursula Ultimate Clarity, pretty tasty New England IPA out of Colorado. It was uh, pretty pretty heavy on the citrus notes. Um, I enjoyed it quite a bit. It was
2: good. There's, there's sometimes I notice about these IPAs, and maybe it's just me. I get like a, a metallic taste sometimes, and I, I felt like a little bit metallic with this. Usually, if it's, I'm
1: drinking it out of a bottle, I get it more. But yeah, uh, this one, it was a little thicker than I expected it to be. To be honest with you.
0: Yeah.
2: But it was good. I
0: liked it. Well, you guys both brought a few beers, so if if you guys want to drink one of those, or I can get. Okay, we're. Getting there we go. <laughs> I heard, I heard
2: a, a crack off from yeah. a four pack. So, so
0: what? Uh, what'd you grab out of the cooler there?
1: This is uh, Foam Brewers Bonus Track Ten. It is a sixteen ounce can, uh, double IPA, Ooh. eight point six percent ABV. Um, I have had this and it is exceptional. Um, this was not available when I was at the brewery to get on tap, um, but I was able to get four cans of it. So.
0: Perfect. Well, thank you for sharing. Yeah,
1: thank Absolutely. you.
2: I just love beer I n- never heard of. That's my favorite thing in the world. Oh, I that's think.
0: yeah. My favorite beer is usually the next, the next beer. The next one, uh, yeah. <laughs>
2: Unless it's Bud Light.
0: Well, that's never the next beer for me. <laughs> so.
2: <laughs> you know, I I went to a wedding this weekend, and uh, I let my wife drink because they had uh, it was just Bud Light and McLeod Ultra, and I just can't do it. I just I uh, was like, oh, I'll I'll drive. I'll drive, and then, then uh, thankfully, she let me go to uh, El bait Shop when we got back to the hotel and tucked the kids in. She's like, "There you go," and I was like, "Yeah, that's now it's my time." That's right.
0: You were at El bait Shop this yeah. last weekend, and in, uh, in Des Moines, I was there just a couple of weeks ago. I went on the, the uh, Lincoln Loggers bus trip, so we uh, we we took a trip out to Des Moines area. We hit up Exile Brewing. Mm-hmm. We hit up Madhouse Brewing, Barntown, and Barn then good. also El Bait Shop, so it was, a, it was a good time.
2: So I was going to go to Madhouse. It's a Saturday, and I, so I look up, because I've been to Madhouse plenty, and I wish they still shipped it here. I, I don't think they do anymore, right? Pretty no, sure. You can find
0: Madhouse in certain places. Really? Too. Yeah. Okay.
2: It used to be more prevalent, like, I feel.
0: I was just in Kearney, and they had some Madhouse bottles. It's not Lincoln, though. Well, yeah, I don't know if you can get it. I've I haven't seen it in a long time. Mm-hmm.
2: But I, I look up to see the hours, and it's
1: 4 to 8 on Saturday. I'm like, what? <laughs> that, <Why>? was, <laughs> that was the one unique thing about a lot of the breweries in Vermont is um, Hill Farmstead is only open on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and then that's it. Um, and then there were some breweries that were only open till 5 p.m. during the week, which didn't make much sense to me because I can't drink while I'm at work. But <laughs> <laughs> have you guys uh if you like the kind of juicy
2: and then some really good stouts uh rar not rar out of texas r-a-r yeah yeah
0: i've had some where Where? they're over an, like in maryland yeah, yeah it's
2: probably a, an hour and a half from uh baltimore and uh i was flying into dc and that's where i wanted to go and i was like i just don't have time to get there but um this guy i know that ships some beers uh he uh he definitely sends me a lot of rar and they they do great stuff uh, they're not better than boiler but that's pretty pretty good i mean they're both great flavors different different flavors but
0: yeah i've, I've seen a few things like they have some like some slushy beers yeah they have like you remember this little slushy looking dog or the dog from mm-hmm. the icy or whatever the hell it is i've seen that they've done some of those before i haven't actually tried them i've had a few from rar before but uh yeah, they, they, everything I've had has been decent from
2: them. They probably have the best labels for beer. I mean, Boilers come through with their their label game, but I think RAR, uh, their labels are enjoyable. They had one
1: with George Costanza from Seinfeld. That <laughs> was great. Those are the best breweries that have the. Just the off the wall stuff. Yeah, yeah. like Cross Train. Nothing like, too fancy, but their artwork is fantastic. Wow. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah they, a, they do have great artwork.
1: This beer's good. I like it.
0: Yeah. This is a. I love double IPAs. So, mm-hmm.
2: so, so out of out of Lincoln, and I, and Dana, if this isn't allowed, you can tell me. But what's what's like your your ranking of the breweries? Do you ever do that on here? I have, I've been through about half your episodes.
0: Mm-hmm. I've never really ranked them. I mean, my you know my top, I would say Boiler White Elm. The, those are those are kind of my top favorites of uh, of just the different stuff that they put out now. Myself, I am a barrel-aged stout whore, really. I love barrel-aged stouts, so, I mean, they're, they're, do, Chomperado is, this year was magnificent. The barrel-aged fuffleupagus was fantastic. This is the newest apple brandy Chomperado. I was, it's just apple pie in a glass. It's so damn good.
1: And it's deadly. Like, it's, it's brutal. So good, but yeah. so brutal.
0: Okay. Yeah. You don't realize you're just crushing 13%. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, and then, I mean, I love what the stuff that Boiler puts out. Um, their their stout game has really grown ever since uh, Matt White, you know, when, when he sat down with Tim and, and they brewed one of his stouts and they really just changed the way that they made their stouts to his recipe and, like, the thin may that just came out. I gotta bottle that at home. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 the it's the white stout. It's just been barrel aged for a full year instead of like the Heaven Hill white stout is the same beer, but it's only barrel aged for like six to eight months. So I, I just thought that that extra extra barrel aging in that beer was was incredible. And I'm a big fan of the Mimosa Gose. Yeah, oh, huge huge pulp bombs. The more pulp, the better. Mm-hmm. When when I drink it, I just I love those crazy like extreme flavors that, that they're trying to get out of their beers. Well, I think
2: Boiler, like, super spoiled me because yeah. <laughs> people are like, what kind of beer do you like? I'm like, that one that hits me in the face with flavor. And if if it's a cho- if they say chocolate stout, and it's like a hint of chocolate, it's the worst for me <laughs> because I want to – if it says chocolate, it's got to have chocolate. So yeah. Boiler probably had 170 of their beers, and they're all just, like, just nailing you in the face.
0: Yeah, and, and Tim's always – Always messing with, with his beers. I mean, I just today, I mean, I didn't go down there, but they released four new um, hazy IPAs today. Oh, really? Four new vats. Yeah. And I got to look. Yeah, there there was three of them that were just single hops, and then the, the fourth one was all three of the hops together, I think. so.
2: I was there Friday and picked up the Fluffernutter Fluffernutter. I picked up the new, the Watermelon uh, uh, Imperial Goza. Is that it's, it's Goza, yeah. And yeah. then... Uh, Two others can't remember what the other two are but they're sitting in my fridge
0: yeah they, they have great stuff i mean i i, I still love you know well i love cosmic eye I, I drink their beers probably more than any place because because i'm there i work there and i bring home a lot of the beers and the stuff that sam's doing just right out of the gate super clean beers um super approachable really easy to drink i mean we've got stuff in barrels it just needs to sit right right <laughs> So, um, so he's doing some great stuff. You know, Zipline, uh, they're, I feel like they're like the standard of of what beer should be. Yep. Yeah. I mean, their quality control with their beers is, is top notch, second to none, really. I've never had a beer, you know, every time you grab a Zipline beer, it's, you know, it's a Zipline. Right. Beer. Right. Um, and they, and they've, they've done, I mean, they, they don't change it up as much as some of those other places do, but, I mean, uh, what was that, uh, Calaveras, that barrel aged stout, Mexican stout, so good. The peppers that uh, the, the that that Mike put in there is they're fantastic.
2: Yeah, like uh, I like Mexican stouts, my favorite. I, I haven't seen it in Lincoln forever. Uh, by Ska, their mole stout.
0: Oh yeah, God,
2: it, it's that's kind of like every every four years or something. I see it somewhere, so I don't. I wish it was here more because that's probably my favorite. And then the New Belgian, I think mole is pretty.
1: Pretty spectacular, I think. Yeah, if yeah. you can ever get out to Durango, go. Sco- f- that that it, it's an absolute pain to get to. It's like five hours from Denver, right? Yeah, and it's it's. <laughs> I flew in there last year, and it's they don't have. A, I mean, they have a terminal, but they have one gate. You don't. Oh. They don't have a jet bridge. A Durango, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the airport's a half an hour from Durango. You rode a donkey um, <laughs> Yes, yes. Through the canyons and uphill both ways. Uh, but no, the brewery is gorgeous, and then Durango sits at the foot of a, uh, of, a of a mountain range, and it's just gorgeous. I mean,
2: that, that's a I think that was probably one of my first like uh, really hoppy IPAs from Ska, the mm. the Modus Operandi. Yep. And uh, you know, there was a time where I was like, just felt like I was drinking weed or something, you know? For yeah, <laughs> and and it, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's dank, and uh, it, you know, it's good. Uh, and now I'm kind of the guy. I I don't know if you see my some of my Untapped with those really dank IPAs and says what's what's it taste like or you know you, you give it a description and mine is always sweaty like sweat socks and people are like what that's disgusting I'm like no like in a good way it's yeah. like it's like juicy ring sweat socks out in a cup and drink it but yeah. it's beer and it's awesome
0: yeah Everyone's around, I'm like yeah it's like cat piss yeah right and my wife's like really you like something that tastes like cat piss I'm like no I mean that's not what it tastes no, like good cat piss yeah. <laughs> not the bad flavorful. kind yeah it's very flavorful it's been strained. She's like, that smells like cap. I was
2: like, oh, yeah, well, it's all right. <laughs> the shoe fits. Right. I, I kind of just jump all over the placement. Place that's what my wife says. She's like, you're you're one topic onto the next. You're all over. But yeah, we were. I was listening to the podcast. You went to Florida. Was it Florida? You went with your wife and your dad. And yeah, okay, we,
0: yeah, we went to Tampa.
2: <clears throat> so my question: uh, You had 24 beers at one brewery, and then you went and had the rest of, at another brewery. Had all their beers. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking you had tasters. Or did you have full twenty four full beers? already? were you sharing it amongst the people
0: you were with? Um, it just depended. Some some were tasters, some were full. It, you know, sometimes I'd get a full, and then I'd pass around. Right, and they'd okay. each get a drink of it. So maybe I was drinking ten to twelve ounces of it instead. I mean, I can put down some beer. Yeah,
2: it's- but I think that, that's like what people misunderstand about like people that love beer like i went to a bait shop and in two hours i had 11 beers no i didn't
1: have 11 pints right i had 11 different beers so when i was in vermont i drank 106 different beers in six days i didn't drink 106 pints right when we went to um lawson's they had 18 beers on tap we each ordered six beers but we tried all 18 sure so you know and
2: it's like no it's a passion I have I have two passions outside of my family. Theater. Acting and, and theater and then beer. Mm-hmm. And, you
0: know, oh um, yeah. I and and that's I mean that's one of the reasons, you know, I doing this podcast, I what I do you know, once or twice a week is I I host or, or I go to beer shares. And uh and it's you know we're opening up these giant bottles of beer but we're sharing it between two, three, four guys. Right. And and yeah, maybe we're drinking Four ounces, maybe we're drinking ten ounces. Um, we're not drinking the the whole bottle right. by myself, but uh, I mean you there's, could. Oh yeah, yeah. I, well, <laughs> you have. Yeah, <laughs> we've all been there. Yeah, there, there's certain times where yeah, I mean nobody's coming over and I'm gonna pound beers and we'll see how many I drink.
2: See, <laughs> I, w- I, I would love to do the a beer share. I've been to a couple of them, but uh, I, I'm always worried that because I drink my beers quickly, <laughs> you know, I, I do have a, frid, a mini fridge full, but. I'm afraid I'm going to be the guy that brings the one that everybody's had.
0: Oh, it doesn't matter. No, no. So should we grab one? Of, looks like you brought us a few new Glarus over here. Yeah, Eric. we can do that,
2: or, or the other one, which, whichever.
0: No, well, it doesn't matter to me. We can but, open up whatever you well,
2: want. Why don't I, have you had those new Glarus? Because if not, I'll give those to you, and we can open the, the non new Glarus. Well, let me look here. We'll All
0: right. Well, I see a spotted cow. Of yeah, course that's I've the, had the, spotted the cow. commoner. That dancing man wheat definitely had that. Actually, I've never had Captain Fever. We can do that. It's A lager, isn't it? Yeah. Don't a
2: little low key. Now New Glarus, their best beers are probably their fruit beers.
1: Exactly. Yes, I agree, hundred yeah.
2: percent. And somebody bring me that from Wisconsin. I've had I've had a few, but that that's usually the the best beers. These what, are kind of their staples.
0: Yeah. What? Uh, which ones have you had? Their fruit. Oh ones. man, you're gonna make me pull out
2: my phone and go to my app. I definitely <laughs> the raspberry tart pour that sure. then I'll start looking here alright there, there's definitely cabin and I'm sure there's a horror movie called cabin fever there yeah, definitely is yes. pretty sure we should probably put it on while we drink this <laughs> <laughs> that's just my thought I love your your glass and I prefer to drink this uh, tiku glass right no or that's, tulip? that's a snifter a snifter yeah so tiku is very similar look yeah. that's I, I don't drink drink out of pint glass at all anymore oh, No, I'm a snob I guess
0: I don't the only time I'd, I'd only drink water out of those really
2: so let me look up here uh and see new glaris so my wife uh has been working with a company out of wisconsin over the past three years so we get a lot of new glaris brought our way so i appreciate that from all of her coworkers.
0: Oh, sometimes you just i mean oh, you funny. know i'm a beer nerd but sometimes like just a damn good lager is just the the nose on it, it it's just refreshing smelling
1: Anytime I get a hint of honey, regardless of whether or not there's honey in it, yeah. that's a good lager.
0: Honey and, and bread, and oh, yeah. it's just, it's so good.
1: So I've
2: I've checked in 14, Nuglaris. My favorites are probably the Wisconsin Belgian Red.
0: Right, cherries, yeah.
2: Serendipity.
0: Oh, that's the three-fruited one. That's one of my favorites. A
2: Raspberry Tart. Yes. Cherry Stout.
0: Yeah, I got a Cherry Stout in here. Oh, do
2: you? Um, Enigma.
0: I have had that one, yes.
2: Uh, raspberry Tart again. Have you know.
0: had Strawberry Rhubarb? Uh, I
2: I feel like I have. Let me uh, get to the... Strawberry, no.
1: Strawberry Rhubarb is so,
0: good. so good. Really? So good. It's so good. I
1: think somebody brought that to the Raven Party for Christmas this last year, and it was so, so good. Yeah. Dude, so,
0: if you never, I think I got one in the cellar. I'll grab it and give it to you so you can have it before you leave.
1: So did the Spotted Cow, um,
2: did the hype, did it live up to the hype for you, or did it kind of ruin it that everybody talks about Spotted Cow, Spotted Cow, and then you had it, and you're like...
0: I mean, it's a good farmhouse. I mean, mean, it's a good farmhouse. I I don't think it's the best farmhouse I've ever had, but it's good. It's consistent.
2: Yeah. Just the the rarity factor. Exactly. Maybe it's not so rare anymore. (laughs) You can
0: only get a new new glass, but the amount of beer that they pump out that's only available in Wisconsin Mm. is ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. So I used to travel
1: for work, too, and I was up in uh, central Wisconsin. Um, and I got through security and they had a whole cooler full of new Glarus really? beyond security. So <laughs> guess what I did? I cleaned them out. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course you should. So she goes, I don't think I've ever seen anybody buy this much beer. I said, you're from Wisconsin and right. you can get this. I can't. Right. Yeah. Right. And I'm sure people who fly through here have no clue what this is. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. They did. Uh, you know, new the Glar- uh, Same thing, like like I was talking about with zipline. I've never opened up a new new spear and was like, "Wow, there's something wrong with this." Right, right. And, yeah, that's true. Yeah, everything is is uh, meticulously crafted and, and just delicious over there. It's. Uh, I've gone to Wisconsin on a couple like uh, family vacations, and that's one place I would love to like make my way to at some right. point just to go through that tour because it sounds like it's amazing, like. The, just the whole grounds and everything.
1: I mean, so if you ever, if, I mean, if you ever get up to um, Toppling Goliath, it's yeah. just a hop, skip, and a jump across the river. So I think really? it's really? maybe an hour away at most. Really? So, yeah. okay. and I mean, the, the decor has got the Toppling Goliath. It's got the, um, the rock. Yep.
0: So uh, I've been there a couple times, but normally we're drinking so much in a short amount of time that I don't have time to. <laughs>
2: You need like a ten-hour podcast. I would probably listen. Ten, hours. Would, not in one sitting, but I would definitely,
0: <laughs> I would definitely listen. Well, uh, the, the boys, uh, Connor and, and Mark, uh, they just posted that they're doing uh, the uh, was it the Unmarked White Van trip, where they're going to go to I think what they say ha- Holdridge and Hastings, Grand Island, Seward, Seward on the way home. I think there's one other place, maybe. So they're gonna they're gonna go out west and they're just gonna brewery hop, hit all the breweries in those towns that they can uh, before we come back. So there's a there's a spot save for me. Mark says so I might uh, I might pack up some equipment. We might uh, do it. We might do a, a on the road cast. I have the technology. So
1: and it's not nearly as expansive as Mark and Connor's. I don't think theirs is nearly as mobile. No, <laughs> theirs is not. <laughs> And then I think the next thing should be the
2: Fridge Guys 24 hour beer binge. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? That would be like 24 hour podcast. Dane would be lips up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I
0: mean, well, just this. What was it? Uh, Memorial Day weekend. I think I drank a total of 51 beers during that uh, that Friday. Were those through, shares through my, or no? You like, did, you, you, you did I it. Just pounded out beers. Man. It might, I might it, might, it might have started that on Thursday night. Yeah, I think it was like late Thursday night after I got off at Cosmic Eye, I started drinking because I had a buddy in from Texas, so we had a few beers Thursday night, and and then uh, all the way through Monday, I I went back. I was like, I know I drank a lot. I went back and looked on untapped and yeah, I was like fifty-one beers. Like, I did some work. I didn't drink Monday through Thursday the next week. <laughs>
2: and some, somebody should give you a trophy, because that's like championship <laughs> material right there. Yeah,
0: it was, it was a feat, but it was, I mean, we <laughs> <You> were, <win. laughs> We were having a good time. We had all kinds of get-togethers, and it was Memorial Day weekend, so sometimes you just got to have a good time.
1: I mean, really, if you look at it, starting on Thursday, <coughs> it's really equates to 10 beers a day.
0: True. True. See, yeah, I, I, I'm I, all I about the I
2: quantitative like you, approach. Do. I mean, and I, I listened to, uh, I think, Podcast 7 on my way... Uh, so from Omaha today, and I think you you average forty two beers a week, <laughs> yeah. and, and that's that's amazing. That's you like s- everyone should strive for that.
0: Yeah, that was. said, was that uh, Colby? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, from White Elm. Yeah, oh, well. which I've never been to. That's I think that's the only brewery I've never been to, but I and I really enjoy their beer. I just don't know why I haven't gone. Really? But I need to get over there because everybody's like it's a great great place. I've been to all the rest.
0: It is a good. I mean, if you've been backswing and you haven't been to White Elm, yeah, probably
2: – I know. So. I <laughs> I wasn't going to mention backswing, but I, for <laughs> Grady's sake, but.
0: Oh well, yeah, we talked about that. It was great. I'd, I'd love to talk to those guys too at some point in time. Um, I I can't say that I've ever thoroughly enjoyed one of their beers, but <laughs> you uh, said it, not me. <laughs> uh, I would certainly uh, sit and talk to them, and we'd drink whatever they bring. Maybe some Citra Kolsch. That one's not terrible.
2: <laughs> I've been to the brewery. I went there with uh, some friends, and yeah, just uh, if I had a rank. Yeah, Boiler's going to be a top. We'll just say that.
0: <laughs> yeah. But, uh, Mark and Connor on Three Beers Later, they they did like a beer draft the other day. And and they, they actually just picked beers, not uh, breweries, just like the beers from the breweries and that. And I think they had Cross Train had quite a few because they love their IPAs. Um, White Elm had a lot because Mark loves White Elm beers.
1: You know what he doesn't like? Peanut Butter Porter. Oh, he, he would love the liquid mechanic. No, he doesn't. Butter. He does not like any peanut ah, butter porter. It's like sacrilegious for him.
0: Well, you're speaking of that. Let's just go ahead. And... Is that a peanut butter porter? This is depravity, an imperial peanut butter cup stout. Jeez. Oh, this is from our friends, uh, or from our friend uh, uh, Renegade James out in Colorado, also. This is a flavored ale, offensively delicious. Um, I, what, what, Co, evidently, Colorado does not have to put the ABV on their cans here because they're that good. I guess.
2: There's the sound.
0: Yeah. Let's see if I get peanut butter on the nose.
2: You know why? While, while you're pouring that, we're talking about Nebraska breweries. Uh, one brewery. Well, there's two breweries that I, I really love at Omaha. Um, but one, I think, when they started bottling it, they became a their beer just became different, not as good. And that's infusion. When, before they started bottling, it, I feel their beers maybe it's just because they were on tap that they were a lot better. And then, is Benson Brewery still open? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. They, they don't can or anything, right?
0: Just crowler, I think.
2: I felt their beers were pretty good too.
0: Yeah. So every time, ta- you know, usually once a year, me and my wife go up to to Omaha for a weekend or something like that. We always find ourselves there in Benson on whatever that. Pacific Street or Main Street or whatever the hell it is. I don't know what it is Maple or something Maple I think yeah, yeah uh, we always go up there and and I I've always enjoyed my time at Benson and, and I, I definitely think that the beers on tap at infusion are better than anything that I've actually purchased or, or yeah. got like out of a bottle yeah I
2: feel that too uh, Benson that's just a great the, the beer cave there too and
0: beer cave Jake's is there uh, what's the uh, What's that new... Well, it's, it's not new anymore. Is it Barshan? Barshan there. 1912's there. 1912's right across the street
1: from uh, the uh, the venue. Whatever that uh, concert venue is. Reverb
0: Lounge? Uh, no. 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 the other... Yeah, yeah you I know, know what I'm talking about. Talking about. Yeah that reverb lounge is over there
2: too They got that spanish tapas place too Mm españa it's good food are you taking are you doing untapped i am one of these i've been totally missing it so but we we got them over there you can find me
0: they're all sitting here and you can take a picture of them
2: yeah i'll do that later because that's like (laughs) i I think that annoys people when i'm out you know and i take the time to just not focus on the conversation because i I can't uh, multitask like that I, i don't know what they're saying and i i stop for the Five minutes it takes me to take that picture, upload it, comment, and rate. Then I'm like, "What's going on?" They're like, "What are you doing? You're totally not even paying attention." I'm like, "Well, I'm reading my beer. I mean, come on, I'm paying attention. I mean, done.
1: I do it, and I'm paying attention." Uh, but yeah, no, I like I said, it's a blessing and a curse. I yeah, mean, I, I I have over a thousand beers. You guys have way more beer checked in than I do, but um, I have very minimal amounts of repeats, so um, I just don't check in beer I've already had.
0: Really. Yeah, I you know I'd, you can get badges if you do that. I know.
2: What do the badges give you? I don't even know. Nothing no, really. It's, it's, just pride. it's a status symbol. It's pride. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I have so. a lot of badges. I have a lot of beers.
2: <laughs> so I definitely know I've had Renegade, and I got to look it up.
0: See, I get. Now I am a. I love Renegade's, peanut butter, mm-hmm. and I get zero peanut. No, I get. Yeah. this
1: is this is a regular. Actually, this tastes more like a porter than it does a stout to me. Yeah, I don't get anything again because Boiler ruined it for everyone. So um, speaking of peanut butter porter, Lake Time Brewing.
0: I've had that. So now. Good.
1: so good. In their Oreo speedwagon.
0: Yeah. Ugh.
1: which one? Oreo mm. speedwagon out of Lake Time. It's. Uh,
2: yeah, they do the Clear peanut Lake? butter. Yeah, their peanut butter porters good. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah They have that at. Uh, I think I first,
2: I got a crowler at uh, a bait shop last summer. Mm-hmm. So we go to Adventureland every year. Okay. Which, it's a great place for kids. If you have kids, oh, yeah. it's it's like a great place for kids. And then you... you and uh, they,
0: there's good Iowa beer there,
2: yeah. too. Yeah, they do. They got Exile. Yeah. So we had Lazy River drinking the, oh, the one with even, the alien on it.
0: And there's that Iowa beer tent or, like, yeah. a covered area where yep. it's all Iowa beer. I I go to eventually. I take the kids there the weekend before school starts every year. Um, So I find myself sitting in that tent or yep. sitting at the... Uh, the, the swim-up bar in Ooh. the Ocean Place. Yeah. Uh, or Adventure Bay, I guess is what Adventure it's called. Bay. And uh, just drinking Zoltan.
2: Zoltan, yeah, with the alien guy.
0: <laughs> Session IPAs while, while uh, Charlie's going down water slides. <laughs> that, that was my
2: first uh, introduction to exile at Adventureland. Yeah. Where do you stay when you go there?
0: I, I usually just stay there at the Adventureland. Land. No, 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 no,
2: So here's what you need to do. <laughs> this is perfect. So... We have small kids, so we stay at the, the residence inn in downtown because it's got the multiple rooms and you can stick the kids, you know, and yeah. get, the, get them locked away. And then the residence inn is Caddy Corner to El Bait Shop. Okay. And then you got P Street, walking distance. You yep. got Iowa Tap Room, walking distance. Yep. Mad Mad uh, uh, Madhouse. Yeah, mad it's not you that c- far. Not that far. You could walk, probably a little quick Uber. Um, and then Zombie Burger down the street. Zombie Burger
1: is so good. I'm, I've never been there. Oh, it's, it's so good.
0: Oh, Like, every time that I go to Des Moines, I usually either eat at Barntown or I eat at El Bait Shop because I enjoy their food. So yeah, much. El Bait Shop's great. It's you got know, all the
1: comforts. Nebraskans, by nature, hate Iowans just because it's <laughs> the nature of the beast. Oh, yeah. But let me tell you what. Iowa's beer game is uh, top notch. I will... Have good beer. They, I mean...
0: Big Grove, I love. But Big Grove's doing alluvial. They have great beer. It's just uh, no like an Ames or whatever. Mm-hmm.
2: The only bad beer game in Des Moines is probably Court Brewery. I've never even. Heard yeah, of that don't actually. go. It's it's <laughs> like they're on their main street in downtown, and then oh, their God. restaurant that has it. It's like, yeah, just not good. But uh, the guy at El Bay Shop that was my bartender um, this past weekend. He had more logins than you. I mean, this guy. He goes, "Just give me your phone. I'm gonna. We're gonna friends on Untapped. I'm gonna follow you." And he knew every beer I mentioned. He. I mean, it's great.
0: Yeah, I. I mean, I remember when. Um, I remember when uh, I first got started on Untapped. And I was just watching people. I was like, Wow, they have, you know, 800 check ins. They have 1,300 <laughs> check ins. Like, oh my god, it's awesome. We had 3,000. It's crazy. It's crazy. And then. I'm like, oh wow. I hit five thousand in March. <laughs> like that's just uniques, so I guess. I don't know, I, I don't know how many no, <laughs> I <don't> know I made check-ins <laughs> out probably. Twenty two thousand. No. But uh but uh, kind of talking about untapped, I, I used to do that too. Like I used to just be on my phone at the brewery or at the the tap room or whatever and in, in in checking in beers and that, but I've kinda of got to the point where I just take a picture of it. Or take a picture of the menu board, and then I can remember. It's probably everything on the menu board I drank. But. Right. And then I'd, I'd check them in later because one of my favorite things to do is kind of what we're doing, is conversing with my fellow beer drinkers yeah. out in the wild. I've made so many friends just sitting at Moran's or at Pour or at Boiler or White Elm, wherever I'm sitting at, just right next to me, like... Hey, what are you drinking? And just talking about beer. I mean, every once in a while you'll find somebody that I want to talk to you. But <laughs>
2: uh, Going back to your your beer vacations, because you both do those. Uh, if you can make it to Oklahoma City, that's where my cousins live, and get to Edmond. Yeah. Edmond has a, there's a place called the Patriarch. It's in the middle of a neighborhood in Edmond. It's an old house that they just kind of revamped and made it a beer hall. So it looks like a house um they got the bathrooms are bathrooms of a house mm-hmm. the backyard is huge and there's tons of picnic tables um and they have food trucks and all that but the living room has a bar and they probably have 20 to 30 beers on tap really uh really good beer selection it's just a fun place to hang out um uh, great selection of prairie but you know you can get most of prairie here i feel anyway mm-hmm. but they got they got a great selection um just a good place so if you get out to edmond good, definitely go there and prairie i, oh, I love prairie
3: Yeah,
0: Barry does. Their stouts are amazing. You know, they even do way more than stouts. But just I could just drink their stouts and be happy. But even their other beers are great too.
2: I I went to Happy Raven when they had the uh, they had all the deconstructeds on tap, Mm and I definitely had all of them full servings. And that was not a not a good morning the next day. That was (laughs) worth it. It was worth (laughs) it, but uh, I was in pain.
0: I did that at Moran's. but really mixing them all together. It was, was the best. I never thought it. of that. Yeah. Did they so do it I, for you? Or do you have to do it yourself? No, I, t- I, took, I took all four full pours, and then I asked for a, a fifth glass, and then I poured equal amounts into okay. that one. So I had pretty much an equal all the way across the board, and I drank them all, and the the sum of all parts was better. You
2: just ruined it for no me because I pictured like you were in like Mexico and they put a funnel in your mouth and somebody stood above you and <laughs> just, just dumped them all in and in you're there. like, and it shook you around and spun you and hit you on the head.
0: <laughs> well, we could probably try that. I, I, I still have a, a four pack of deconstructed bombs. Oh. I have yeah. a funnel in the car <laughs> and I got a hammer. So it's, it's a rubber mallet actually. <laughs> What uh, uh, what what are you bringing up? Oh, we were talking about lake time earlier. Like a oh, year really? a year ago, I actually we were going up to where the hell are we? Oh, we went to Minneapolis, and uh, half like halfway to Minneapolis is is Clear Lake. Yep, and uh, we 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 stayed stayed at a little um, a little hotel there. It was actually a nice hotel right on the water, and they had a. A little uh, restaurant right behind there, bar right on the water, and they they had some decent beers um, from Iowa. It's, it was called the Landing or something like that. And uh, after I got the kids to bed, and my wife was like, "Well, if you want to, if you wanna go to that brewery," because I was like, "Well, it looks like there's a brewery over here," and I, I thought I'd heard of Lake Time before, and I think I've had something from them before, but I. I shot up there because they were still open. So at the bar, there was, there was like three people there. Yep, that's how it was when we were there. And uh, I was like, well, this is pretty sweet. And yeah, I drank everything that they had. I drank full pints because I was on vacation then. And mm-hmm. they didn't have to do anything until the next morning. But. And
1: it's a lot like he described. I mean, it's a house that's yeah. been turned into oh, a really? brewery. Yeah. yeah. It's so cool.
0: Yeah, it, it was. I don't know. I don't. I don't know where the brewing. Stuff, was the brewing stuff like in that garage behind there or something? You know, like that? I
1: didn't <laughs> ask to be honest with you. They were. They were ironically busy when we were there. It was the. We we went up for the. It was another beer trip. We mm-hmm. went up for the Minnesota game, so we hit Dangerous Man. We hit that. We hit all the, the Minneapolis breweries, and then um, we came back, and it was a Sunday after church, and um, they they were just packed, so we didn't really talk much to anybody outside of ourselves. Um. But, you know, back to Iowa, one thing that they also do really well is they have a lot of entertainment space at their breweries. And that's Mm -hmm. what I don't, that's what I think that Lincoln is lacking. Right. Because outside of Old Blue Blood, there isn't really any outdoor entertainment or sitting anywhere. And Nebraska is known for its sunsets. And,
2: (laughs) you know, I think the, the location, and I bartended there for a couple of years, that has the ability to kind of, hit the craft beer scene and give some entertainment is Yaya's. Yeah. Because they have that stage so I think if there could be some like partnerships with the brewery with the Yaya's and then have some sort of entertainment that could
0: that could give you some You know Yaya's, of, Yaya's just, just opened Yaya.
2: and Nodder does a great job I mean. Yeah.
0: Well in back in the day Yaya's was the the place the place for craft beer. mm mm-hmm. um, Yeah I know um, actually we had talked about him earlier Jason McLaughlin I think he used to work there be part of the, the beer ordering team there. hmm like he used to get Cantillon at yeah, They nobody
2: they have a great selection and it rotates enough yeah. that you're like, yeah, I can get a great Belgian selection. And uh, the downtown. So Ingrid, um, who's the manager down there, she's been there for like you know hundred years, mm-hmm. even though she's only like you know very, fairly young, but <laughs> she's been there forever. And Ingrid does not drink beer. She she drinks wine, but she knows everything about every beer they have. She can tell you the flavors, where it's from, what that what they do, and it's amazing how she studies up on it. Even though she doesn't like beer and doesn't drink it,
1: that's amazing. Yeah.
2: So she she actually taught me a lot about beer, and uh, what I love there is you know I got discounts on beer, so I'd work my shift and then take a six pack to go oh. home, and that's where I got a lot of a lot of beers from there.
0: Yeah, the last couple of times I've been to that downtown one, I I felt like a lot of the beers that I got were were at the end of their their prime, just they were just they'd been sitting, and maybe it was just because I was picking ones that'd never had before, and those were probably you know, not ones that anybody like even thought about drinking. so
2: it could be true because they probably don't go through them quickly, like the breweries are going to go through their beers quickly, yeah. because people are going there for pizza, and then you know they don't serve any uh, domestic except, except ultra, so yeah. I think a lot of that might sit for a little while.
0: Yeah, well, and they have so many taps. Lots of people yeah. are getting taps, and I'm looking through their bottles like, oh, that beer looks like it's from Brazil. I've never had that. Like, that's like, was like a 2012 bottle. <laughs> it's been right. sitting there for eight
2: years. <laughs> well, I remember people always like, do you have Bud Light? And we're like, no. Um, what's Bud Light? Genesee? You know, some Genesee? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a cream <laughs> ale. You'll, you'll love it.
1: Here, go on, Go on your way. So Matt at the Happy Raven... Pretty much put his foot down he doesn't serve anything that's that's been purchased by a a b and b. yeah correct yeah. um so where i'm from southern indiana there was a guy who uh tried to put do the same thing but the distribution laws in the state of indiana prevented him from doing that they forced him to yeah. put swill on so, his menu so what he'd do is he charge just, it way extra yeah or no what he'd do is he'd say yeah i have it but it's been sitting on the floor in my cellar Warm for the last six weeks, and it's about ready to expire. I'll sell it to you for six dollars a can. But he took it all the way to Indiana Supreme Court, and they shot him down. Huh. Where he's like, uh, "Do you have any? Do you have any
2: happy hour specials on Bud Light? Yeah, it's uh, twenty five dollars a bottle.
0: Yeah, that's that's the way you get around that crap. Yeah, like, yeah, I'll, I'll carry it if you want to pay the, the t- ten times the amount of <laughs> the handling fee. Yeah, and somebody will pay for it. Oh, I'm maybe sure it will be. Well, I've I've paid lots of money for certain beers too, but not that shit.
2: I think I think the most I paid for a bottle of beer is uh, between forty and fifty. It was from Side Project, uh, Pulling Nails Number Four. You heard that? Oh yeah. Pulling, Pulling Nails is like. So am I right that the story on Pulling Nails is they just take everything that they use to barrel age sours and everything, mix it all together, and yep. find out what
0: happened? Yep. Yeah, that's great. I, uh. Yeah, yeah. With it pulling nails, pulling them out of the barrel, right. and then they mix it all. Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: When we came back from uh, Topping Goliath, <clears throat> I brought a, a, a growler of one of their dragon fruit sours. $64 for a growler. Wow. Oh, yeah. It was nuts.
0: That's how much they used to charge at Toppling for uh, Dragon Fandango. That's what it was, Dragon Fandango. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
2: Speaking of. I gra- couldn't think of it, yeah. but. <laughs> Speaking of growlers, Dane, who do you need to talk to to get this law change on growlers? No my, I have so many growlers that are like personalized to me that I can't use. So my, my wife's like, "Well, just go get some growlers or get their growler and then bring it home and pour it in your growler." I'm like, That's the, it defeats that's the purpose." So now I have it's double a, the growlers. That's a great idea. <laughs> I wish I. Yeah, maybe I will, so I can finally use it. But it,
0: well, yeah, you pour it in there, and you then you have broken the seal. So now well, I'm gonna chug out of this thing <laughs> because I've already broken the seal on it. Yeah. That,
2: that's when you bring out the funnel. Go get it. <laughs> yeah, Go get it. We'll do it tonight.
1: Be right back.
0: <laughs> I actually, I used to have a beer funnel down here. I, I think I lost it on a river trip one time, but I yeah. used to have one down here. I but uh, I, yeah, I know it's it's such a ridiculous rule. Like just just fill any freaking to-go growler i don't understand the basis behind it it's weird i mean it's it's literally
1: the only state that i know of where you can't take growler from one brewery and fill it up somewhere there's no basis behind it
2: i'll even wait an hour for them to clean it or whatever they need (laughs) to do i'll I'll wait i mean i got a
1: zipline growler that hasn't been cleaned out that's been sitting in my cupboard for two years i guarantee there's Every type of disease in there, <laughs> you're brewing it. You'll get it, and you'll yeah, I mean just it's leave brewing food. And
0: then, you food. Yeah. I mean, I and then you'll have it <laughs> yeah, will food, yeah. And then you have
2: a new beer. You just get fill it with whatever, and then you just let it sit. And you're like, look what I created, a homebrew. <laughs> all
0: right, what do you guys want to drink? We all got empty glasses here. Uh, I got plenty more. All right, he's,
2: he's got like a, I, I. feel like if I do fell
0: in this to,
1: cooler, I'd fall <laughs> I see a double be sunshine. lost. Ooh, I you want to do that, guy? That's a
2: beautiful. This uh, is
1: can. A, Ruby Red Grapefruit Double I Sunshine.
0: I, uh, I, when I I when was in Connecticut last uh, July, and I, I had some Lawsons while I was out there, and it was so good. I've never had this one, though. This will be a new check-in, folks. This is the uh, Lawson's Finest Liquids uh, Double Sunshine Ruby Red Grapefruit Double IPA. Straight from the Green Mountains to your head. Limited batch. Keep cold and enjoy fresh. It's been cold. And
1: it's still fresh. I for it. I pour it. That's fresh there right there. Is. That's
2: fresh.
0: Oh, wow. It smells great.
1: It's pretty pretty yeah. fantastic.
0: What
2: is this glass I'm drinking out of? There's like a bunch of chairs and some oh, people. And
0: Yeah, that's my line life glass.
2: Oh, this is the one I heard about on the other. Another yeah,
0: I have two of those. I have one that's black and I have one that's white. So that one's good for drinking IPAs. The white one's good for stouts. But just a bunch of beer nerds waiting in line for the newest and... Greatest uh, beer release.
2: Well, I'll try not to steal it when I leave. But <laughs> I can't promise anything. Can I top this one off? Oh, yeah. absolutely, yeah.
0: Go for it, man. Oh, wow. That beer smells so good. Mm. Oh, yeah. It's a
2: great can. I really like that orange.
0: has just a wonderful, it's not hazy, but just a yeah. wonderful like, color to it.
2: A little bit of a dank smell, kind of. Yeah. Know? Oh, no. funk.
0: Yeah, this is different than the IPAs we drank earlier tonight.
2: This kind of reminds me of Verara a little bit. From smell.
0: Oh, so smooth. What was the ABV on this? 72. I think it's
2: 72.
1: 8.5 maybe? It
0: was 8%. 8%. Yeah. Special edition of our American Double IPA is made with ruby red grapefruit adding an extra layer of mouthwatering juicy lush fruit character along with tr- dank tropical aromas uh, oh i got dank there you go waitsfield vermont
1: i'm telling you if you can ever make it out for that trip it's it's so worth it
0: Ver- vermont is definitely on the uh the like portland oregon mm-hmm. area um, I, I definitely want to go to like uh, Seattle Washington area. Uh, Maine is definitely a place I want to go to.
2: I did Portland.
0: yeah. Is
2: your wife a beer person or wine person?
0: She, she likes wine. She will try beers. Um, she she'll every once in a while we'll find one that she'll actually want to drink a whole one but
2: So if you go to Portland uh, start out in Walla Walla Washington. Big wine country. That's what we did. Mm-hmm. So we started Walla Walla and then drove to Portland. So make, make mama happy.
0: Yeah, So for, like wine for me, like if I'm going to drink it, it's got to be like a dessert wine. Yeah, yeah. I can do that. Just, just I, uh, a huge beer sweet, wine. sweet Do they have that? Yeah, well. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's called a barley wine. I, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's life that's what that is (laughs) uh mead also i am a mead whore i love mead i drink mead usually a couple times a week because i love it so much um and she definitely likes mead too yeah Um, she likes the the fruity meads she doesn't really like just the traditional like honey meads but I, i think the only
2: meads i've had i've had boilers and then i had so boiler was the only mead i had until i went to a bait shop and i had uh pretty common uh michigan meadery maybe or like nectar something oh uh, bee nectar yeah
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's, all,
0: that's out of
2: arizona arizona okay i don't
0: even I don't and know we actually about. get bee nectar here now yes poor, i think it, yeah poor usually will have at least one on uh what uh happy raven will have it on once in a while too yeah. there's a gosh
1: what's the name of that there's one in ann arbor michigan that we used to get here
0: that we don't get anymore um that we don't get anymore throw me a bone I know, I know. We still get redstone here, but uh, that's not exceptional mead. Um, what's mo- moonlight? That's clo- that's M- close moonlight.
2: By. I think is maybe what I had at LB Shop then. Yeah, that sounds more like it.
0: Yeah, jolly
2: pumpkin is what I was thinking. Uh, it's not. It's, it's not. A a, it's a. It's a cider it's or awesome sour. Jolly pumpkin. There's a lot of that at El Bate Shop. I've never seen it anywhere else. Do they have it here? They used they to. They used to, used to here. So I'm, lo- yeah. So I love, and I've heard you talk about pumpkin beers, and I love mm-hmm. pumpkin beers, and everybody like hates me for All loving right. pumpkin beers. I don't mind them. I don't either. And so I'm always excited when I see Jolly Pumpkin, and then I look, I'm like, none of these are pumpkin. Those are Why like are funky,
0: called- sours, right. and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah.
2: Right. So pumpkin beers, and it's hard to find a good pumpkin beer, because uh, I want, again, that slapping me with you know pumpkin pie. Just those yeah, flavors. just
0: lots of nutmeg and yeah. cinnamon and, yeah. hmm I, I don't mind them. I mean, I don't want to drink them all year round, but once the the leaves start turning and, and it, you know, gets into the, the sweater weather and stuff like that, I'm, I have no... Just kind of like Marzins, too. Oh, yeah. Like, I love a good Oktoberfest, but I'm not drinking Oktoberfest right now. I hate German beers. No, no, no let no. me
1: tell you. The, okay, so... Marie by um, Treehouse is a German style Hellas lager.
0: Yeah. Fantastic. Amazing. It's
1: uh, like like I said, that honey. Mm -hmm. I know I'm drinking a good lager when I get that honey kick. Yep. That's the best lager I've ever had. So good. I think maybe if I got the right one,
2: but I've drank so many. I feel like a lot of them when I was younger were in green bottles and they were skunked out. And Mm -hmm. yeah. I think that kind of ruined it for me.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, actually, Sam at Cosmic, Eye, he's brewing a Hellas. Is I think he? He's brewing one this week, so in the next couple of weeks, it should be available. So, that, I mean, he he's a, an amazing brewer, so I know it's gonna be gonna be delicious.
1: When he first opened up, I was there so much. Like I said, I I play softball on Thursday. It's on the way on on the way to Mahoney, and their beer was so cheap. So low ABV, I could have three beers before softball, not be tanked off my ass, and we played
0: different kinds of softball.
1: But yeah, yeah, (laughs) is that is that a drinking (laughs) softball league? Yeah, Yeah. I want I want to be on your team, (laughs) please. And it was just, I mean, I just loved it. It was so so refreshing, so smooth, and it was cheap. I think you three bucks or four bucks, you got a ten ounce pour. Yeah, so good.
0: Yeah, it's uh. It's easy drinking, and it's it doesn't break your wallet either. No. And even once when, when he starts barrel aging stuff, I mean, it's not going to be ridiculous. So I'm excited for what, what's to come over there. But this double sunshine. That's good. Ruby red grapefruit double IPA is wonderful. Thank you for, for bringing this over.
2: Oh, I, I just noticed the uh, little guy on the side with the like, stocking cap and the, the goatee.
0: See Waldo? Look, looks kinda <laughs> like, it kind of oh, looks okay. like Waldo, yeah. Where's yeah.
2: Waldo? He's on my beer right there.
0: I missed it. Let me see it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it does kind of look like It you know, looks like a beer-drinking Waldo. And Waldo would probably drink beer. That's how he gets lost so much. Yeah, well, he doesn't have a Fu Manchu. Uh, he does on here.
2: It's the new Waldo. <laughs> Waldo's been around a while now. He's a hipster Waldo. There you go.
1: <laughs> hipster Waldo. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm glad you enjoy it. Um I, I was gonna bring a triple they there the triple sunshine, but I got Those selfish are the twelve ounce cans. Yes. And I, I got
0: selfish and drank them. <laughs> you drank them all? Yes. Nice. No uh, that selfish. was actually one that I thought I lost. Um, I what, picked. what beer did you lose on you? Um
1: It was a treehouse
0: sixty-six, I think. Oh, the frog one.
1: Yes. I lost one of these guys. Oh, that's a neat label. Um and he was, it It was actually kind of funny when I opened it up. Um, The guy that I that came back with, his bag was just soaked. <laughs> and I thought, when I picked up my bag, my bag was wet. I was like, no, but his bag was on top of mine. So that's just residual soak. Yeah. And I opened it up and I, I could smell something. And then I pulled out the can and it was dented up, but the the Chad on the top of the can yeah. came out and it was a, a pin sized hole sure where it all yeah. just leaked out it had just, it had caught it just right yeah. and uh, and then the one of my um, my triples got bent and there was a pin sized hole that um, that had slowly started releasing the pressure out of it. so I immediately put it in the refrigerator and then I forgot about it and drank it the next day still golden good, so good you're, you're like totally scaring me because i've done this so many times
2: uh-huh. and i like loosely do it i like whatever <laughs> pairs of shoes i have each get a can or a bottle in the shoes and then i wrap it's gonna sound gross but i wrap the other stuff in my dirty clothes oh, yeah. so i don't even like bring like i don't even plan for it because i just happened yeah. to buy this beer that i need to
1: get back so i didn't wrap each individual can i put them in the in the suitcase lined up as tight as i could possibly get it and then i layered it with the blankets. But I was drunk when I <laughs> when I loaded my bag, oh, of course. so I didn't really think twice about when you lift it up, it's going to all go to the bottom. Yeah. So that's what happened, and you know how baggage <laughs> handlers are—they could give. Yeah. Two... I'm surprised
2: they didn't drink them. They're, they're not that doing was their my job. biggest concern. They're I mean,
0: sneak some out.
1: I mean, Burlington's a beautiful airport, um, yeah. but I mean. You get all walks of life that work in the airport. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, if anybody likes craft beer, and y- you got to think if you're in, in Vermont and in Burlington, how many people a day are bringing beer back in their, their okay. luggage? And if you got a 70 pound bag, that ain't close. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah the, the shipping it. beer game,
2: you know, that's easy to pack and ship. But uh, the guy you traded beers with, he loved boilers. So I'd give him, like, you know, some Crowlers and ship them back. But I feel like the UPS guys were always like, What's in the box? I said, "Oh, I'm just, you know, just shipping stuff to a friend." Calm down, Brad. No, no I, I need to know. I need to know what's in the box. Like, I'm like, really? And I, so
1: I go collectibles. So okay, Rob was supposed to put his beer in my bag, but I bought too much beer, <laughs> <laughs> so Rob had to pack his beer and send it via snail mail. Yeah he goes in and they say what's in the and he didn't have tape to tape the top I just got your
2: reference what's in the box
1: thank you and he he goes it's snow globes and maple (laughs) syrups
0: well you're in Vermont did you not bring back any maple syrup from I did I did I brought
1: two little shooters of (laughs) maple syrup that were seven dollars a piece oh yeah Yeah. but uh, no I I, kind of felt bad but at the same time I mean I didn't because it's like, what? like, why are you asking?
2: Getting, it's kind of personal. But he,
1: <laughs> it, they didn't, I mean, it, like I said, it was full of beer. And he said, yeah, no, it's just snow globes. Snow globes. Snow globes and maple syrup. And they yeah. didn't even question him. What's in the
0: box? I I, <laughs> I, sh- I ship a lot of beer. But, I mean, now, like, I just, you know, I've created, you know, accounts and all that kind of stuff. So they don't even, no. like, if you take it in there, yeah, they ask you, oh, what are you shipping, blah, 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 And yeah they're they're gonna ask you because it's technically illegal to ship alcohol and, and like, I don't do it yeah well I, I don't really care like what's in the box favorites? I mean what's gonna happen they're just gonna not
1: they're not gonna deliver my ship they're not gonna keep I've it
0: had, I've had plenty of shipments come to me that have broken mm-hmm. and like like i just the other day i got I got a usps from from Washington and the half of the box was brown because you know those are white White boxes with right. red and blue. And it leaked through. Yeah, and half of the box was brown, <laughs> and it had extra tape on it. Rob said that his
1: got destroyed. They had to retape it. I said, yeah. "Did you lose anything?" He goes, "Surprisingly, no."
0: I, I, I was like, "Wow, that, that sucks." So I took a picture of it, sent it to the guy that sent it to me. He's like, "Oh shit, that's never happened before." Open them up, a whole wax top Fremont Stout. Oh no! Uh, sh- completely shattered in a plastic bag,
2: but. The, the beer was everywhere. Are, are people loo- using, like, the bubble wrap and all that? or
0: Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. it was bubble wrapped, and, and he had it in really a like, Ziploc bag and, and, and all that kind of stuff. But who knows? Somebody must have dropped it, and then the whole box was, like, caved in on one side. So You
2: almost spend more on bubble wrap than you do on the actual beer, I feel. <laughs> They're like, I need 75 feet of bubble wrap,
0: please. Well, most of the time when I, like, so, like, when I went to Tampa... Um, and if I'm going to go to some place and I know, know where I'm going, I actually will ship empty um, shipping containers mm-hmm. to that address before I leave. Like, you mm-hmm. know, ground usually takes, depending on where I'm going, like to Florida, it takes four days. So that Monday, mm-hmm. I was going to be there on Thursday. That Monday, I shipped out two empty sh- uh, 12 shippers to Florida to my my address at the, the Airbnb. Pulled up there. They're sitting there in front of the door. Pulled them inside. Um, bought all the beer that, I mean, I knew that I could only bring back 24. Right. So, I drank everything that I didn't want to to bring back um, on, on that trip. So, I bought a bunch of stuff from Cigar City. Bought everything that I could from Cycle, from Angry Chair, from Gragis Meadery, all that stuff. Packed it up the night before, and I I had prepaid for shipping labels, and those were in the box. So nice. so taped them all up. I, I put tape in the box and, and packing material and all that kind of stuff. So now,
1: cycle and Cigar City and a few other breweries are all a part of a conglomerate, aren't
0: they? Uh, because they did they some kind of beer alliance. I, I don't know. Cigar City is. With the same owners as Oscar Blues, okay. Cycle is not part of that. What the heck am I thinking? Cycles
1: with? Or I know I've had Cycle before, um, but I am mixing, mixing things around. Yeah,
0: it, I mean most most of the stuff that they put in in bottles is usually gonna be uh, a stout or uh, or like a barley wine or mm-hmm. or something like that. So they they do IPAs, they do uh, they do some of that other stuff, but they don't. Bottle them. They 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 now are canning that you can get there in Florida. But
1: that's good. Florida's got some good breweries. I used to travel there at least every two months down to um, Fort Myers, and um, we'd drive up to to Tampa, catch a baseball game or catch cigar city. And
2: uh, yeah, cigar city. We're in Florida because I've I've been to Miami and Orlando for work and try to,
1: and the beers have just not been good. So. In my experience, the better breweries are on the western side of the panhandle. Okay. So, anything in Jacksonville? I'm going there in um, July.
0: Gosh. You know, when you say Miami, Jay Wakefield's in Miami. Yeah. Okay. That's good. Jay Wakefield's wonderful. Okay. Um, I'll be there I in think, July. I uh, think three, three sons and like three chiefs are down in that area too. They do awesome beers. Jacksonville. I'm not 100%. I haven't really heard of too many beers out of Jacksonville area.
2: Okay. You guys ever get to Houston?
0: Well, I've had beers from Houston, but I've never actually been there.
2: So if you if you go to Houston and want a good beer spot, again, not a brewery, the Hay Merchant. Hay Merchant. In kind of the hipster area of Houston. Good good uh good Hipster beers. and
0: craft beer.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, I know it's weird.
0: Can I open up this sour?
2: Yeah, I would love to. I would do it. Love. Is that Crooked Stave? I didn't even it, look. They,
0: it's Crooked Stave, but it's also it's a collab with Omni Pollo. It's the mm-hmm. Bianca raz, Raspberry Wild Wild Brett. It's a wild ale fermented in oak folders with raz, raspberries raspberries mm-hmm. and lactose. Oh, my gosh. That's going to be amazing.
2: So this, this beer um, that I brought from El Bate Shop. So, you know, w- once I realized my bartender at El Bate Shop knew his stuff, oh. I said, the, the, <laughs> you the love
0: raspberries it. already just popped me in the face
2: I, I told the guy I said, Give me three crawlers, one of a sour, one of a a stout a flavorful stout, and then a hazy i p a uh knowing that I know you know i I've had beers that I like, and you know what I like just give me give me your three favorites and then the other bartender she's like well i want I want put something in your box and that's, <laughs> that's, that's yeah, that sounded wrong wow. <laughs> sorry, sorry, honey, that was not what it was sounded like. <laughs> And she's like, well, I want to put my favorite in there, a little bottle. And I said, well, fine. And so I looked at it. I'm like, yeah, I've that, so I'll, I'll take that one, too. And uh, that's where this came from. So she, her suggestion, I have no put, idea what her name was.
0: She put that in your box. She did. You said, and, uh, you said, sorry, you think your honey's going to listen to this? I'll make her listen. I'll, I'll make, you know, <laughs> for here, nine hours time. or
2: two hours, I'll, I'll make her listen to it. And be like, look at me, you know. Uh,
0: all this, about me. Is, well, I know this isn't your. First, is this is your first podcast, Eric.
2: Um, yeah, it is. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: all
3: right.
2: Well, so I appreciate it. Thank you. Yes, you broke my uh, beer
1: cherry podcast cherry. It's funny. I'll, I'll call into the On radio, and I'll yeah. talk so quick that I run out of breath. <gasps> but when I do beer podcasts, I could care less. You
0: don't. You don't. Yeah.
1: Oh my, oh. yeah. I, or I guess I couldn't care less.
0: Yeah. Yeah, calling into a radio show, you're, you're like all kind of like flustered. You feel that. But like this, this is super easy. I mean, we'd be having this conversation without headphones and microphones. Right. Yeah.
2: I, I used to, uh, I think I was probably in my. I love resume. Yeah, this is, this, this is good. They do it right. Is this is Crooked Save, right? Yeah. They with, do with it. Omnipolio. With
0: Omnipoyo. With Omnipoyo. Yeah, they do good.
2: When I was in my early, mid 20s, I used to call into. Uh, I don't know if it was B one hundred and four or some radio station, that's and uh, create characters. I'd like <laughs> talk in an accent or, or whatever, and I'd be like, oh, "I'm this guy today," you know. And <laughs> I knew how it worked out. Just entertain myself because I like to entertain myself yeah. in that way, you know. Make myself laugh, and, and uh, one time they brought me on. I called in, and they, they knew I, I was creating these characters, and they said, "Well, come on, and we'll uh, you're going to be this guy that's um, going to propose to his uh, girlfriend on the air." except you don't have a job and you just volunteer at Big Brothers Big Sisters. That's what you do because <laughs> that's your passion, which is great. You know, people, yeah. that's a great organization. So I went on there and uh, proposed to one of their staff members uh, on air. And she turned me down because I was a loser, apparently, that lived with my parents and
3: just <laughs> volunteered my
2: time in the basement. She's like, you don't even have a job. And <clears throat> and that created all this backlash, this fictitious character. And then they try to set me up and all this. It was great. But uh, so I did that for – uh it was the the dj at the time was matt mckay i don't know been in the news (laughs) lately (laughs) so uh yeah that was my experience with him and it went well but (laughs) can i I talk about that politics or news and it went better than some other people's uh.
0: we can can actually say whatever whatever you want on the fridge guys podcast last episode we did. We talked a lot about music. Uh, I had those guys from Basement Creators Network. Was, that was a that was a fun podcast. So it wasn't like beer forward. We drank a lot of beers, but uh, those guys have a pretty cool thing going on. So. Yeah,
2: they do. They do. And uh, I I don't know if I've ever met Vince Vince Rule from from there, but uh, yeah, he uh, was in like a, a duo with a guy that I did theater with, and they had a, like a two person band, I think, and they also did. Uh, gangster rap when they were in high school. So if you can <laughs> if you can YouTube find that. Yeah. It's pretty it's like two little white boys doing some hardcore gangster rap. I'll have so, to look that up. Then. Yeah, try to find that. This is good.
0: Yeah, this is uh, wow. this is one of my now this is one of my favorite beers of the night. So Jeez. it's
1: Yeah, this is anything with Brett and Cricket Stave does Brett really well. Yeah. Nightmare on Brett Street or Nightmare on Brett? Nightmare night- on Brett, Brett. Yeah. is just amazing.
0: And it, I can't, it just sits on shelves. Yeah, just sits. And it's a world-class beer. Mm-hmm. It's just like, look, over at, uh, at Myers, like, they have Dre Fontaine that sits on shelves. Yeah.
1: My, f- Myers was the first place that I got Nightmare on. Yeah. And, uh, that was, it, it was the first time that I did Lincoln Beer Week. Yeah. me and Rob were, were walking around South Street and, uh, he said, let's just go into Meyers real quick. And we both walked out with a hundred bucks worth of bombers.
2: It's weird. Like, uh, so we're talking about Lake time, the Oreo speedwagon, wagon, but the first beer I had was the peanut butter one. Yeah. And I thought I got it from El Bate shop in a Crowler, but I looked on untapped while you were talking about it. And it's a, uh, it's a Crowler, but it's got an elephant on it. So it's not labeled El Bate shop or anything. And if I remember correctly, I'm pretty sure I bought this 32 ounce Crowler
1: at Myers from Lake time.
2: Mm.
1: I I feel like I did. I don't know where else I would have got it. It's very possible. I haven't known Lake Time to distribute in Nebraska. No, and I don't know
2: where I would have got this crowler that was obviously labeled by them. Because yeah. I definitely didn't go there.
0: Hmm. I have no idea. This was can, a while can, ago. It sounds like. Can
2: yeah. you do that though? Can you like sell a crowler? From... I I,
0: mean, I've, they... I've, I haven't seen, like when I was up in in Minnesota, they the their uh, liquor store sold crowlers of beers. But I've never, not in Nebraska, I've never seen a liquor store to sell a Crowler. The was...
1: only way that I think Meyer would be able to do that is if they purchased a keg and brought it. But that's against distribution laws because you got to purchase your beer from the distributor. Unless they got a distributor that was able to get it. Because they do distribute their beer to the, the Iowa proper. I just haven't seen it in Omaha or Lincoln. Because I always label where I
2: got it and this one I did not. And hmm. I definitely didn't get it from there, from uh, Lake Time.
0: Yeah. I don't
1: know. Spend much time in Council Bluffs at all? No. No? no. I wouldn't either. <laughs>
0: Council
2: Tucky. Council Tucky.
1: I'll Except go every once
0: in a while you get pretty decent beer. Uh, if you just... You pass, know, a blind squirrel finds
1: a nut every once in a while. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I, I just remember maybe two years ago, they... I mean, Iowa had better... Had some of the better... You know, had better distributed beers than we oh, did. A, 100%. And... uh you know, if I was in Omaha, I was like, well, I I'll just slip over the river and take a look at their Hy-Vee or something like that, mm-hmm. see what they have. And then next thing I know, yeah, I've got four cases of beer I'm coming back with that I couldn't get here. But ever since, you know, Good Life Provisions now, I don't really have to do that ever again.
2: So you always mention Good Life and, and Denja's this. And since I haven't seen him or talked to him for years and years, does he work or is that his company or?
0: Yeah, he owns Good Life Provisions. Okay. So he was... He's directly responsible for bringing lots of these, you know, Hill Farmstead. Uh, He's the guy who has a connection out there. Yep. That's, yeah. Okay. He knows, he knows Sean Hill. Yeah. Um. Uh. What was that? Uh, was that the Farmers' Wave? Yep. Yeah. Because he there.
1: he got the peace beer brewed by McKiller. Yep. yep. Right. Yep. It was yep. funny when we were out at Hill Farmstead. Well, we mentioned that we're from Lincoln, and we said, you know, we're we get it every once in a while, and it's because. Our distributor knows your your guy, yeah. And they're like, oh, oh, and it was it was like a huge conversation yeah. piece.
0: Uh, I mean, we that that one that we did with he did uh, with Monkish, mm-hmm. I and mean, that was the first beer Monkish was ever distributed here. It was Monkish and uh, what the hell was that uh, McKellar? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Monkish McKellar, and then Good Life Provisions. That email beer, whatever the hell that was, yeah. Um. Yeah, and and just a lot of those McKellar beers. The Crooked Stav is one of the the ones that he represents. So,
2: is is the Peace beer the only one that he actually had a hand in someone brewing, or does that happen regularly?
0: No, the Farmer's Wave was one that yep. he had. Uh, that that uh, one with uh, Monkish and McKellar. He he's had uh, he's collabed with. So, yeah, he has lots of relationships. He's he's one guy, and I know that he will come on the podcast. I just need to ask him. That that he'll come on, and I can't wait for that podcast because his. I'll bring more beer. I'll be the second hand on his, that. His stories are. Going I'll just to be sit out on your street, <laughs> on your porch,
2: and I'll drink while you're doing it. I'll, I'll hear it the next day.
0: It, it, uh, his stories, I I just can't wait for because he's he's been, you know, he's well traveled. Uh, yeah, yeah. He has. I don't know if you guys follow him on Instagram or you follow Good Life Provisions on Instagram or or social media, but. He he's cracking just old beers all the time, like not not old beer, but like cellar age beers. And he's like, oh, I'm, you know, I've had this for fifteen years, whatever. And just not
2: Olympia and Schlitz or <laughs> no else. I like no it. bum wine, which hey, you know, I'll slum it every now and then. If I, if I slum it, it's Miller High Life, Schlitz, Olympia. Olympia's got the best slogan. It's the water.
1: If somebody offers me. A Schlitz, well, no, no. If somebody offers me a Bud Light or a Miller Light or a Coors Light or anything of the sort, I'm not going to turn it down because I'm going to turn, turn down free beer, but I'm not going to buy. See, I, I will
2: turn down I'll turn down Bud Light, M- Miller, whatever, all the time. But I will purchase High Life at Duffy's in a heartbeat. I will purchase Olympia or Schlitz at like Bodegas or Duffy's. Those beers, I Brass feel rail. like.
1: What's that? Brass Rail. Or the bra- Yeah,
2: yeah right, exactly. So those beers like that I, I will purchase and, and love. And, uh, you know, Miller High Life, it is the champagne of beers. And uh, I will, you know, I, I will drink that if it's available. If, if I have to do domestic and they have Miller High Life or Schlitz or whatever, I'll, I'll do it. And I, I might rate Miller High Life a five. I'm not going to lie. I might do it.
1: <laughs> I have a buddy of mine who, got another one coming, who consistently rates... Um, PBR a 5 and another one um, that consistently rates Coors Light a 5 and I mean ratings are ratings I mean you obviously rate it based off of your preference Um, and that's part of the reason why I don't rate or I don't check in every beer because I've already rated it Um, but yeah I remember uh, when I worked at Yaya's uh,
2: the other domestic besides Ultra they had was uh, Old Style the tall boys, and that was for the cooks. So the cooks would get <laughs> off and they get dollar off beers. So uh, a tall boy at that time was probably two bucks, and then they pound tall boys uh, for the last few hours of the night.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, we just went to the food truck rally. I drank some PBR. I mean, I'll drink it. I don't ever really drink uh, Bud or Bud Light, stuff like that. Yeah. But. Um, I mean, but at the same time, you know, talking about you know, those ratings and that. I mean, when I first got on Tapped, I was the guy giving Miller Lights fives, because that was the only <laughs> beer I really liked. Right. Um. My my beer journey started with me not liking beer. Yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. Uh. So once I drank that, you know, I I drink a Bud Light and I was like, hmm, it's just I don't know. And i I drink a Miller Light and I was like, well, this has a little bit more flavor to it. And drink a Coors Light and. Start start with those light beers. I'm like, once once I started onto that, you know, Boulevard Wheat, you know, I was like, wow, this is a little bit different, and and I've talked about it before, Fruity. That was the first like fruited. I haven't Fruly. had that one yet. So oh, it's so good. It now. <laughs> it's, it's a it's a Belgian wit that with strawberries, and it it remi- when I, when I drank it, it reminded me of those little strawberry-wrapped candies. You know, they have the strawberry mm-hmm. with oh, the yeah. green top or whatever. Or, mm-hmm. yeah. And, like, once I drank it, I was like, damn, that's, like, the same candy my grandma used to yep. have right. all the
1: time. Grandma. This yeah. is grandma's beer.
0: And and I, I, I think I drank my last one, but usually I have some in the fridge all the time because every— And that's what's amazing about beer is— when I have that flavor, that aroma, it takes me back to a certain time in my life or, or it associates to, to the good times that I had when that yep. when was there. And every time I drink that, I remember my grandma and then I remember my, me and my wife went, where the hell were we on vacation? I, I can't even remember. I think we were in uh, San Diego. And I was fairly early, that was right after we got, I don't even know, were we married? I don't don't know. It was either right after we got married or before we got married. Maybe it was before we got married. We went to San Diego to see her in-laws and stuff like that, but I went to this, we went to this bar and you had to walk through like a, uh, like a Greek grocery store or something like that to get into this bar. Because I looked it up, and I was like, well, it sounds like they have beers somewhere here. And we're walking through this neighborhood, and we're like, what the hell is going on? We walk through this place, and we're like, yeah, it's in the back. We walk back there, and, and it was just a sweet tap room. Hmm. We sit down, and they had Truly on tap, and I had had it once before. And I was like, oh, give me that beer. And it just takes me back to sitting in that spot with my wife. wife. I don't know if she was my wife at the time, but she is now. So. Did you have the
2: funnel at that time or no? <laughs>
0: I think I might have had the fun before fun. my wife, <laughs> 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 and I think I lost it on a trip with her. So, well, that's but, a, but yeah, I mean that's what, what beer does for me. Now, a, I'm interested about this beer because it's a great I've, had, label. I've had this beer before. I've never had it.
1: In, in American Imperial Stout.
0: In the time that I had it, it wasn't fantastic. So, oh, don't ruin it for <laughs> me. Save your comments. Uh-oh. Yeah, I'm not going to make any more comments. I just. I've had it, so I wonder if it's going to be the same. It's a great of label. Work. Oh. It, it really is. is, is Alchemist that, does
2: it, great work. Is that hop yeah, Alchemist. Is that hops like on yeah. it? Yep. Yeah, but it's a stout, right? Mm-hmm. So it's a stouty stouty hoppy stout. It's
0: American hoppy stout or something it's like something
2: that. Yeah. So after we crack this on to kind of tell my little beer story. Oh. <sighs> there we go. I must almost no, ruin it. Go that. ahead. Go ahead. So uh you know, when I, when I got to college, it, I was at a fraternity, a frat, but, you know, I yeah. can't call it a frat, but I do. Um, and I think, you know, what they drank, of course, at UNL was Bush Light. And so I didn't really like beer, and everybody's drinking Bush Light. So I was like, well, how do I get involved in this beer thing and uh, not drink Bush Light? So what I started drinking uh, with my buddy, he started drinking like 40s of OE, you know, <laughs> malt liquor. But that was still too too harsh for me. So I started drinking not 40s, but 22s of Rolling Rock. Oh. So Rolling Rock's probably, prim- I don't even know if that was a crap beer. It might have been. I, this was 90, 95, 96. So it may have been a, a crap beer at that time. So I started drinking Rolling Rock and then uh, it, w- it was okay. And so I started to move on to Woodchuck, drinking the ciders. And <sighs> for that reason, I can't drink ciders mm-hmm. anymore because I drank way too much Woodchuck when I was young. And then I uh, started going to Iguanas. You ever hang out in Iguanas in college? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So they used to – you turn in your ID, and you got the huge mug, right? You ever have that experience?
0: Uh, I, I was super drunk every time I went there. So, so, so they give you, like, I, yeah, these never in the giant,
2: store. giant mugs that you fill up with beer. And you, you give your ID so you don't steal the mug. And I, I got two uh, giant mugs of Guinness in a row. And so that – that allowed me to know that I could drink whatever beer I wanted because Guinness is, you know, pretty tough to get down, and it's one, now one of my favorites.
0: That's what that's what people always think. Like, oh, oh my God, look at how are you ever gonna drink that's that so beer! Thick, it's like, oil. It's literally the thinnest fucking. It is. <laughs> it is.
2: But uh, to, to a 21 year old kid, it's yeah. like gonna be, oh, this is harsh. So I drank Guinness, and I knew I could drink anything. And then I uh, started. So now, we're, now we're in probably the the late 90s, and I had a friend that went to uh, school at Regis in Arvada, Colorado. And so we'd go visit him, and I would bring back Fat Tire because it was you couldn't get it here, and Single Track. I don't even know if they make Single Track anymore. I have a tap, I have the single tap, Single Track tap at home. But Single Track and Fat Tire are the beers I'd bring. So that I started getting more and more into these beers. But I don't think I really started getting into craft beer until early 2000s. Uh, before I worked at Yaya's, I started hanging out at Old Chicago a lot, mm-hmm. which it's a franchise, but. I mean, you can try a lot of stuff, yeah. and I'm on my 12th tour for Old Chicago, so that's you know 1,200 beers right there, and so I think that's when I really started getting into the, the craft beer scene, and then signing up on websites, working at yayas, and then going from there.
1: See, I was I was fortunate. My uh, my dad didn't store anything but craft beer in the house. Really. So when I was growing up, I I wasn't drinking Bud Light or Miller Light or any of that. I was actually I was drinking all of the the good stuff that we call craft beer now, and um, when I came to Nebraska for college, everybody was drinking. You know, they would go to parties and they'd have kegs of Ale Light, and I'd, I'd I'd show up with a a six pack of Boulevard Wheat, and um, people were like, oh God, you're just a beer snob. Why would you pay that much for beer? And I'm like, well, you just paid forty five dollars for a keg. That's just gonna turn into piss in ten right. minutes. So. Right. Um, I'll drink six of these and get just as drunk as 12 of yours. Yeah. And, um, so it was my dad that really kind of got me turned on to the, the craft beer scene. Um, and like I said, I won't turn down free beer, but I'm not going to go out of my way because of that, um, to buy just bad beer.
0: Right. Right. They, just, they said Natty Light. Have you had, uh, the Natter Days? You know, the, somebody posted that on the
1: the trash panda site the the dumpster fire yeah and uh i was like i can't bring myself to do it i've heard good things which is kind of weird
0: it's it's natty light but it's strawberry lemonade yeah Uh, you like it i've never tried it and i see keeps keeps seeing people drink it and i'm like i I should probably try it but i don't want to buy a 12 pack of it
1: that's just the thing
0: well
2: you know i would just if i were you i'd just go down the aisle Grab a can, crack it open, and then pound it maybe it. Maybe Hy-Vee I has dropped it, it sorry. <laughs> maybe Ivy has it on their pick six.
0: Maybe. I mean I saw it at over at the at the Fox uh way over there on fourteenth and south of Pine Lake mm-hmm. on Mondays. The like there? two fifty for a for a sixteen ounce can. So it might be the way to to try it.
2: What, what's the best high V that you go to for beer? Um so Williamsburg. Yeah. Is it's Tim still, still- there? Do you know the?
0: I don't know Tim. I know Nick.
2: Another pious guy. He's in dentist no. class.
0: No, no Nick Gibb or Gilb or something like that. He's he's like the main guy there. But uh, I feel
2: like there's rotates in more than any of the others.
0: Yeah, Williams yeah. has has the, has the big like anytime say that there's like a release that Ivy going to get, they're usually going to get the most of it in Lincoln.
1: Mm-hmm. When before the um, top and Goliath started mass producing King Sue. I would hop every hive in town. Um, I actually boycotted the still for about a year because of their policy on king sue. Well, what's their policy? The- uh, well, they would they would put you on a wait list, or you'd put you on a you have to sign up to be able to get first come first serve, or not first come first oh, serve. Okay. They would hold, they would reserve it for you. And I yeah. walked in there and I said, "Hey, you guys got any king sue?" They said, "Well, yeah, we do, but it's all spoken for." And I said, "Are you on the list?" You're. That was what it was. Are you on the list? And I said you have a list for beer yeah. like i understand a list for pappy van winkle <laughs> but this is beer you gotta yeah. be kidding me how do i get on the list he gave me a he gave me a, a business card <laughs> in High V, I feel like people aren't
2: going there to buy craft beer because a lot of people are going to the silver morans or in street
0: yeah but but the thing is is like, so so say like uh like like bourbon bourbon county so high v is gonna s- probably sell the most goose island mm-hmm. beer than more, most liquor stores does, so that's why they get so much bourbon county and stuff like that and and this and the same thing with with you know they just have so much more beer sales period at high vee than some of those places, so they get some of that stuff
2: what's your uh you know you said you're waiting for the king suit what's your what's your beer that's released once a year that you're like that's the one I get. You know, some people's the Bur- Kentucky Bourbon out or the you know the KBS, KBS or whatever. And so, so and what? It, what is yours?
1: Um, this year, I was really excited for KBS, um, and that's cliche. Um, it used to be King Sue because it was once a year. Um, In the bottles. Yep. And gosh, now I mean, with Tavor, I don't really have a a beer that I wait for release because I can I can get something. Ad hoc, whenever I want, it's going to be as good if not better. Like I said, I got the um the brewery white chocolate stout off of Tavor for twenty three dollars. For I mean, yeah, they mark it up, but still, I mean, I got that, and you can't get that or four pack or six pack. No, it was, a, know, it was a, so bomber. One, a bomber, 25 okay. ounce yeah. bomber,
0: yeah. yeah. Nice. So do you, like bre- do you like brewery beers?
1: Um, yeah from from what I've had, I've enjoyed them. Um, that white stout was all right.
0: White chocolate,
1: yeah, that's white chocolate. Rather, it's
0: just fucking booze bombs. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. What, what's the beer you wait for? Uh, I
1: don't the, know. the next one, Chomperado.
0: I love Chomperado,
1: yeah. I stood in line, so God, I was kicking myself, was kicking myself so bad. Um, you're in
0: line, I was inside.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, I know you were because <laughs> you were doing the podcast with Mark. <laughs> And I went over to say hi, and you guys didn't even acknowledge me. No, I'm kidding. Um, so <laughs> oh, I stood in line with you. My... I
0: could have been drunk by then. <laughs> I, was too... I, I showed up. He did know
2: you
1: were there. I, I was all the way. Uh, when I got there, they had just... I didn't think it was going to be that long of a line.
0: There was at Naive. least... Naive. There was a, over 100 people in line. Oh, geez.
1: Easily. Um, and I knew that it was a big deal when I got to the front door, and there were people tailgating. But there were seats from people tailgating at like six o'clock. In oh the morning.
0: yeah, yeah. So, line life. There was people with seats, and there was chairs outside. Mm-hmm. So lots of times I'll I'll do that. I'll, we'll we'll have a share while we're waiting in line before the release, but. That one I actually got to See, get in because I was setting up my equipment. I, so. I need to like
2: these group these uh, breweries on Facebook because I, I just don't like a lot of stuff, you know. So I'm not following stuff. I follow Boiler and Happy Raven, so I'm always at the Boiler birthday or anniversary, and I'm there for the whole 9, 12 hours or whatever it is. But I need to follow White Ale. McKe- Are you part of the Boiler Society? No. And can am I? That's a question. Am I? Am I going to miss out on something? Because I feel like I get everything. I know you get it earlier. But I feel like I get it. You're anywhere. you're
1: guaranteed almost to to get it if you're part of the Boiler Society. Okay. Plus, you get your. I think you give it ten percent or a dollar off pints or yeah, something get, else. You get
0: a dollar off ten ounce and up pours. Yeah, and then you get a dollar off up to three crawlers per day. Yeah. Okay.
1: Well, I, I should join then. So, I mean, it's I, so I,
0: if you go into the tap room a lot, it's a good deal. Um, the so I was a member last year of Boiler Society. I'm not this year because last year. They had, like, three tiers, and if I got the upper tier, I actually got some free bottles. Mm-hmm. Oh. This year, they just did a flat, small, like, $100, 100 bucks a person. You didn't get free bottles, but you got guaranteed to be able to purchase the bottles. Well, guaranteed if you showed up, up. in the, the week or whatever to, to purchase the bottles, yes. But then it's, it's, a, it's a huge taproom discount. I mean, if you go in there, you know, once a week or, you know couple times a week i mean you save quite a bit of money Which but i should
2: do it then because i'm there enough
0: yeah so it's it's good i think i heard that there's only a couple spots left like maybe less than five that they have for this year Thad, right.
2: if you if you listen to this save me a spot
0: did you listen to my uh, boiler
2: i did that was great it was great i went to high school fad so yeah another pious connection
0: oh yeah so did, my did you be- go
2: in and get your free beers from Thad, yeah. No, because I listened to it like well after the fact. I don't know if they honor that. In any, any Why, it's a podcast. I'm, I'm coming in tomorrow. You. Tomorrow yeah. I'll be there. I'll tell me you
0: listened to Thad and Tim on Fridge Guys podcast, and they both said that they'd give you a free beer. Well, oh, they each. So I got two, right? Yeah, they did.
2: So my beer that I look forward to every year, and I have a couple buddies, and we always text pictures of each other when we get it. Is the Anchor Christmas?
0: Oh yeah. Christmas sale. Yeah, I. You buy the magnum. Oh yes, I <laughs> buy
2: two magnums every year, and uh, it's
0: just it's just like
2: it, it's like drinking a Christmas tree. It, it's like pine I needles. I might have had it only once. Oh, it's, every year it's different.
1: I know it's different, but it's every pine year. needles and they had a a, beer. They had Anchor Christmas at. Uh, they had 2018 and 2017 at Happy this year, and it was. So, it's so good, and let me tell you, I will take beer out of a keg over a bottle mm-hmm. or a can any day of the week. Um, but yeah, no, that's that Anchor Christmas is no, I, I'll give you that. That's, that's, that's true, so that's good. good <laughs> the Magnums, I. You know what?
2: I'm I,
0: not. I'm not gonna. I've I, I, only ever had Merry Christmas and Happy New Year from Anchor. I've never actually had the the Christmas. Ale. Well,
2: I think that's the same beer. But it, yeah, it, they exactly. might call it something I, on a Well, I've had, I've had 2016s. Okay. And the labels are different every year, too. It's a yeah. different tree. Yeah. Uh,
1: but, yeah, it's like it's pine
2: needles in a bottle.
1: So let me ask this question. What's your most hyped brewery that you've been to that was a complete disappointment? Hmm. So you were so excited to get there, and then you got there, and you're completely disappointed.
0: Well, the first time I went to Top of that that was my... like. Cause I went there for that orange wax assassin up there. Mm-hmm. So I went there for that release. I did not have I did not have a have a ticket for for the assassin, but we went there just for the shares, and and we had already rented a room, mm-hmm. hoping that we were gonna get that and that. That place you could park airplanes in. Mm-hmm. That's how big it is and the way that they did that release that that first year it was open was a disgrace there was one person helping helping all these people for the seller sale and it took forever and it was colder than hell outside and when we went into the tap room the day before and besides dragon fandango which is my favorite toppling beer period and i've drank every single beer that toppling goliath pretty much had out um, they didn't have anything special um, they did the the day that they released that they tapped like the coconut and the coffee right. and stuff mm-hmm. again yeah, those are good yes but I went again this year even though I got tickets this year to to the uh, the assassin release and they totally knocked it out of the park this year that they did it so learners from better. their mistakes yeah um we actually so when we were there
1: for the iowa game uh, we showed up the day they they tapped morning delight we didn't get any bottles of it, but we were able to drink it on tap, and it was it's hilarious. I, uh, <laughs> so, uh, I, we brought three crow or three growlers. I had a, a an insulated one that I didn't screw the top on well enough, so when she when she poured the dragon fandango in it, it it leaked. <sighs> so they actually they uh, the the bartenders get a free beer a night. So she just said, "Well, this will be our free beer." And she she gave it out to everybody. This was your growler that leaked? Yeah, this was my growler that leaked. Um, they but didn't
0: put the plastic around it?
1: No, because I told her that it was sealed. So I thought that there was an issue with the growler itself. Ah. And it just I had never used it. I, I bought it or I won it at a, uh, a bowling tournament, uh, silent uh-huh. auction. So I just figured it was a faulty, a faulty deal. So she, she poured it out into all these different glasses and gave it back to me after she cleaned it out. Oh. And I said... Can I just get, like, 12 more glasses of Morning Delight? And I'll just. (laughs) (laughs) I had a Crowler. And she she goes, don't be that guy. What do you mean? I Uh... had a Crowler leak from
2: Colorado to Lincoln in my car. Uh, Three-fourths of it made it, but it was a slow leak. But go on with your.
1: Um, But, yeah, uh, that Morning Delight, we just happened to stumble upon it. We had no clue they were releasing it that day. Good beer. Um, and it was so good but I ended up getting they ended up giving me a, a growler so I could bring that Dragon Fandango back Yeah, <laughs> you're not lying man that beer is so good
0: it's fruit juice
1: and it's well thing about it is I hate passion fruit I hate passion fruit but when you brew with it yeah it's good it used to be my like raspberry was my favorite beer or, uh, fruit to brew with and now it's, it's all about the dragon fruit so, so what's your what's your hyped brewery that didn't live up three Floyds really I I grew up in Southern Indiana, so um, Three Floyds was was the was the brewery of all breweries in the state. And when we went through there last year, <laughs> um, we stopped by the tap room the was was as ad, ad, was as advertised. I mean, it was it was the heavy metal.
3: Mm,
1: it looks it looks good. Uh, it's a bottle. It just he, he's, he's just, a guy. He's <laughs> showing off so much <laughs> oh that I God. I just wanted to crack him open right now. All of them. <laughs> Um, I just was. They had all their flagships. They had Zombie Dust. They had Gumball Head. They had um, uh, Dark Lord. No, of course. They those, had, those are Dark Lords. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, one day I'll get up there for for uh, Dark, Dark Lord, Lord days.
0: days. Someday I'll do that too. Um, That's like the the, epitome, the 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 Midwest like beer fest. Like, oh
1: yeah, release. I just I was so disappointed with what they, else they had on tap. I mean, Robert the Bruce was there, but it was all their flagships. But the the stuff that I couldn't get just was didn't. I mean, it was like their flagships were better than their their off, off season beer. Yeah. Um. And the food was fantastic, but I mean, it, it kind of reminded me of Blue Bloods where they were kind of. Masking the the quality of their beer with their food. Should we pour one for our homie for Blue Blood?
0: <laughs> Speaking of, I did have Blue Blood God. on here, and there was no mention of what was coming to be, and that was like two weeks after they were on here. But I I would like to offer my condolences to, to those to the good people that worked at yeah. Blue Blood. I mean, there was amazing people there. Um, my heart goes out to those guys. Once yeah. once that once that came official. Um, you know, Ralph was sitting right where you're sitting there, Eric, and he's he's one of the better people in the beer industry that I've ever met. Yeah, Just so, to have
2: a, you know, loss of your income and what your
1: livelihood and
0: and not knowing about it no. until that day. It's yeah. just
1: I mean, I never had a bad experience at the the restaurant or the brewery whatsoever.
0: No. And and I understand what happened early on um with with what with what Blue Blood was putting out there some of the they had problems with their beers the first couple of years, and it just got a bad, bad rap because of that. But at the same time, they were the third brewery in Lincoln, right? Mm-hmm. And I mean, they the, the place that they created at that new venue—it's an experience. It, it was, and it was amazing. And I feel bad for for what happened there. I mean, I know that there's, you know there's all kinds of speculation of what's going on over there and i can't necessarily comment because i don't know all of the facts right i mean i know what brian and i know what uh what amanda have have told me but i mean i just feel bad for everybody that's that's been out there like we were talking earlier the venue that they had was oh, amazing yeah. i heard that the cave is reopening it yes. is i hope so yeah robert Robert's cave um like robberscave.com or something like that i think you can go on and can purchase uh, cave tickets and stuff like that, um, so I mean, if you haven't seen the cave, go do it. It's not, it's not going to be the same. Right It'll now. be
1: interesting what goes in there. Yeah, it's, I hope it's something that's like just. I mean, Get it's it, you know, it's set up really well for something really special for the the rights. Yeah, and like you said, I, I think that the the stigma of what Blue Blood carried from their beginning just just their food was fantastic yeah unfortunately food in that venue doesn't carry you right and um i I'm, I'm i'm excited to see what goes in there i just don't know if there's something that's already in town that can go in well, there hopefully it's not another porn shop <laughs> well there's already I one mean, there if well, if, I mean, the, if it that's well, a drive-thru
0: <laughs> <laughs> if it moved over into a bigger location, I don't think. Get any of get us your, would get, be your get
2: your stuff and uh, the tour of Robert's it's Cave. <laughs> Turn it into, into a brothel.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I mean, I feel for those guys, and and hopefully something something neat goes into that location. Uh, my main question, once that happened, was like, do you know how much beer was in barrels? Over yeah, there? no kidding. Like, what, like, what happens can, to that?
2: They get. You think they would? Can it or, or something? Just a
0: well, I mean, you would think that if they were that far behind in payments and stuff like that, I mean, like, that's money, it's yeah. just sitting there. Yeah. Like, you have to produce it. I I'll, mean, it's produced, it. but <laughs> <laughs> they, had, they had two photos. I mean, those that's 300 gallons, mm-hmm. they're just sitting. Were they full? Were they empty? I have no idea, but I've been in that barrel room and there's barrels stacked to the yeah. ceiling, and that's a tall damn ceiling. And uh, so I have no idea what, yeah, what's going on. I'm sure whoever made that decision maybe has a stake in it. I don't know. But so, so my 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 biggest
2: brewery letdown. I, I don't get a lot of hyped because when when I travel for work, I'm usually making it happen myself. Mm-hmm. Although when I went to Richmond, those were definitely recommendations. But I think the biggest hyped brewery was in Lincoln, and we'll go back to. Sorry, Grady. Uh, you know, Grady was working there at the time, and he did a great job of, of promoting Backswing. And uh, when when I went there, just no, nah, not happening. See, for
1: me. I went to Backswing, and I didn't I didn't have an issue with. It. I I thought, I mean, I thought their their beer on tap at the time was was good. Um, granted, and we showed up, and we were probably three or four beers in, and we won trivia, but <laughs> it. <laughs> It, i didn't have a problem with it it's probably good for the staples and i you know blue blood that's how they start out with the staples mm-hmm. i don't
2: like the staples i like when people take a risk and, and do something differently and I, you know i've liked that even before boiler so boiler didn't ruin that for me you know i i, I like when people do the staples because you need those you need the style you need the pills you need whatever right but then they have like the one or two they're like yeah we're gonna we're gonna just gonna try this and see what happens uh, which infusion i feel did that um but I feel back to me and, and blue blood came out and said, this is what we're gonna do and we're gonna offer this and uh, that's it and maybe we'll slowly get into the other stuff and and I feel like that's a commoner beer commoner move and you know, you're just offering what everyone else can offer in my opinion.
3: Yeah
1: so what'd you think of a besel bub?
0: Well that's we I mean that was the first time you've na- named it we actually haven't talked about it so oh, yeah. we just drank uh, alchemists. Uh, Bezelbub, American Imperial Stout. It is a 8% ale. Brewed in Vermont. Yeah. Yes. Um, you
1: guess, said you'd had it before. Was it different? Or was it better? Or was it worse? Was it the same?
0: It was actually the same. Yeah? For some reason, that particular style of roasty American Imperial Stout is not my cup of tea. I just... See so, when I, I think it's I think it's way too roasty.
1: I'll give that roasting, to you. Yeah. yeah, I mean that is that right there is almost a traditional. I mean obviously it, it, it tastes more traditional than than what a lot of other stouts these days do. And sometimes I just want to have a traditional stout or a traditional porter without the flavor and um, that's kind of sometimes why I steer away from the boiler side of things. Mm-hmm. Because um, they, they just have a lot of flavor in their right. beers. And sometimes I just want to go in and I want to say, you know what? I just want a flat out stout. And um, now, Granted, I've never ever in my life had a bad beer. But sometimes when I'm like, if I want to go to a brewery, I will go somewhere different. So I can get just a regular, straight up. Stout that is going to give me a a clear flavor. So the Beelzebub. Yeah, that's I, I, didn't, Beelzebub. I didn't really get
2: any any hops out of it necessarily. Mm. Now, is this kind of comparable to a black IPA or two different things?
1: I would say it's I would say two different things. Okay. This is going to be more of like I said, it's more of your traditional stout. I don't know why there's hops on there because I didn't catch hops in it at all. Um, but. Yeah. I didn't think it was terrible, but it wasn't my favorite beer from the trip. Like I said, I hadn't had this before tonight.
2: But This next one. The, uh, Dane turned me on to this brewery, which I'm, I'm so disappointed that I – not that I learned it from you, <laughs> that, I, I, that I didn't know about it. Because my wife is from a small town called Ponca, Nebraska, mm-hmm. which is very close to Sioux City. Yep. Yep. My brother-in-law lives in Sioux City, and I knew this brewery existed, but I never went because I was like, there's no way. There's no way Sewer City has this <laughs> beer. And uh, so I've never been, and it's been open for quite a while. And uh, now I'm like, hey, hey, honey, let's go back home. Let's go back home. Let's go yeah. visit your parents, and we're going to do this. Yep.
0: So we just cracked open a uh, Jackson Street Brewing, like you yeah. said, out of Sioux City, Iowa. It's a barrel aged, it's a brandy barrel aged chocolate cherry stout, uh, ringing in at 12.3% ABB.
1: You can smell the brandy. Yeah, they do a good job. Uh,
0: so since you – I listened to your podcast on the
2: way up to uh, Des Moines on um, Saturday. And so when I got to El Bate Shop and heard and saw that they had uh, three beers from Jackson Street on the menu, I had them all. Yeah. And uh, two of them are, were excellent.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I I feel like he does uh, pretty pretty damn good beers out there.
1: We've really caught up with a trend of craft beering, craft beering, craft beer brewing. Um, I like craft beering better. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, I think I'm gonna turn that into a, a theme. I would say good uh, you know a trademark. Yeah. Um, I think we've done really well uh, in the last ten years of really spinning up what we've got in the state of Nebraska, um, and like I said earlier in in Iowa, because we've we've just completely changed the culture of of beer drinking in the state, and it's it's amazing what we've done
2: hmm yeah, This is good. This is uh I, I don't get as much uh chocolate, but I get the brandy and it's it's, it's get a little stacy. cherry too. Yeah. And it's not like sweet yeah, by any not, means.
0: No, it's not like sweet tart cherries or anything like that, but I definitely get a little cherry. Yeah. And okay. it's definitely not apple brandy.
1: No. <laughs> no. That beer is so good though.
0: Well, Apple brandy is sometimes hit and miss. Apple brandy barrels are hit and miss for me. Like Apple Brandy Noir from Prairie, 2016 was amazing. Uh, Just this last year, 2018, I thought it was way too much green apple. Mm -hmm. Uh, Apple Brandy Champarado, perfect. Perfect, perfect, perfect beer. But then I've had some of those other apple brandy stouts out there, and they just taste like green apple. Mm-hmm. But right now the the 2018 apple brandy Noirs are tasting amazing. I think that the greenness of that green apple has fallen off. so
1: that makes sense. Yeah. The longer it sits, the more it kind of abates.
0: Yeah this is this is a decent beer. I mean yeah I don't I probably wouldn't want to drink it again, but it's a decent beer for for what it is. Jackson Street, uh, like I, I, I've said before, I, I mean I I was up there after right after they opened and I thought he was doing some pretty pretty awesome stuff. So, so have you been up there once or Yeah, it time? was just that one time. I will I'll actually go back up there this summer when Mardo opens. Mardo will be opening June well, I think they, they sopped open later this month, but then they'll have a grand opening in July.
2: They're kinda of, over the last couple of years been like a... Redoing downtown Sioux City to, to not right. be Sioux City. I, you know, I was impressed
1: <laughs> when I was there um, a year and a half ago. I was impressed with how different and non-sewery sewer, yeah. sewer, sewer city Seer is. City. Um, the downtown area is actually quite impressive in terms of modern
0: ability. Like the downtown, like from Hard Rock and all that kind of yeah. area. Because yeah. Yeah, that's where, where I stayed when I went up there. And I was like, there's decent beer bars around here. There's Jackson Street. I, I didn't think it was bad in like a three or four block radius. So. I mean,
1: ten years ago, I don't think you could pay me to live there. <laughs> um, you might be able to pay me a, a, good, a decent amount and I would move there just because I know what's there now. And it's it's a completely different scene than what it was when I was there in college.
0: Have you guys ever had any beers from mardo? I have no, not i have not so the, those guys uh um Eric and rod they're the brewers over there at mardo um, they do amazing beers and uh, they they crank out so much stuff and I can't wait for them to open up. I actually have a mardo Sour. are they gonna there. distribute yeah. are they gonna keep I'm it gonna in tell house? you to pull it out but you
3: know,
2: pull it out yeah uh,
0: <laughs> i I don't know what their plans are there so I'm hoping to be become a, a member member of Mardo. though because I I know that they're going to do lots of small batch stuff and and they do amazing stouts, they do amazing sours and
1: shit it's only 3 mo- it's only 3 hours up there, isn't it? Yeah.
2: I yeah, yeah,
0: imagine little not, less. Not than even, that. Yeah, it's like 2:40. Yeah. yeah so, it, I
2: mean, it's quicker to good. get to
0: Sioux City than it is Kansas City, so. And which, which I was just
2: in Kansas City 2 weeks ago and then I I the podcast of yours I listened to about how happening Kansas City as I was like oh, I didn't get to experience any of it I went to like this little uh, dive restaurant I'm gonna look it up and tried their beers and they were you know fine but
0: they had beers at a restaurant
2: yeah it was let me, let me look at my uh, you know tapped.
1: we were there over Memorial Day weekend um, yep. and we hit up Flying Saucer complete disappointment complete utter disappointment Uh-oh. and then we hit up um, uh, Farm not Farmhouse, farmhouse, maybe. Never anyway, uh, and that was that was amazing. So I went to fly when I go to these huge craft beer places. Um, I know that I've had a good, especially locally. I know I've had a good amount of their beer. So I'll go to the bartender, give me your favorite beer. And um, for Flying Saucer, I literally had everything on tap, <laughs> and I was expecting him to give me something that was kind of exotic. Um, I had an idea of what maybe that would be. No, he gave me a Boulevard Wheat. <laughs> and <laughs> I looked at him and I said, okay, you know, I asked for your, your favorite beer and you're a bartender and you gave me Boulevard wheat that you, come on, man. Well, I it might the, be his
0: favorite beer. I, I
1: know. And I had this conversation at work today and you know, I walked into that. It, yes. Um, but we went to um, this, this other place, I think farmhouse. And I did the same thing. I did it three separate times and I got three separate beers I'd never had before. Granted, I, didn't have, I hadn't had everything that was on, on the menu, but I'd had 90% of it, and they picked three beers I hadn't had, which was pretty impressive. Did you find it?
2: Yeah. So, I went to this beer place, again, after my wife got the kids to bed. Sure. And, you know, I snuck out of the hotel. I went to uh, a place called the Green Room Burgers and Beer, and apparently they had their own beer that they brew, but I didn't see any facility. Huh. So, I had a beer called Hybrid Theory. And I rated it a 2.25. <laughs> and my description was, I think you had a podcast on this. Meh. Meh. And that's why. I think I listened to the podcast on the way up. So I, I was like, yeah, I'm just going to rate this. Meh. Because Meh. You, you spoke about it. Yep. And then the other beer I had there.
0: Brewers love that, by the way.
2: I, that's what you said. Yeah. The other one I, I said uh, I rated. And this was good. It was called Option 2 from Rockbridge, Rockbridge Brewing Company. It was a coffee stout, and I said, "Very nice coffee flavor." Four point two five. So, never heard of that brewery, but they—they they must have been killing it that. Boiler's night.
1: white stout is really good. Yeah, I have a really good. So that was their base
0: you for mean, the two-year year year two white stout. Yeah, yeah. second anniversary. Yeah. I have a bottle at home. It's still, about,
2: still, still one. So how long, So you? So here's my thing. I want to start doing this uh, cellar thing, although I, mine won't be moderated with with temperatures like yours. But I, I have this year two white stout from uh, Boiler, so I've what's well, over a year old. It's been sitting in my mini fridge for all this time. Is is that the place for it or no?
0: Yeah, I mean that's that's fine. Okay, uh, it's not. So keeping a stout like that, as long as you keep it sixty degrees or below, you'll be fine. Okay. without
2: light permeation. So I got yeah. the Thin May in there too. Haven't had that.
0: Yeah, Thin Thin May will be totally fine okay. inside there. Six degrees or below. I mean, light and extreme hot temperatures is what you want to stay from, stay away from okay. when you're with a cellar. Like like lots of people, their cellar is just like a basement. Mm-hmm. I mean, basements are going to be you know cold cool. in the winter, but they're going to be cooler in the summertime. But it might get to 70-some degrees right. down here. A cellar you want to keep somewhere between 50 to 60 degrees because like think of a cave. Um, I mean that's that's gonna be like a 58 degrees right. all the time. So that's kind of the perfect perfect temperature to kind of keep that beer. But you also want to think about the beer that you keep in it. Do you want you want hoppy beer in there? No, you don't want that. Do you want uh, super adjunct beer in there? Like lots of different uh, ingredients put in there? No, you don't want that. But barrel aged or i would say anything over 8% is is good to bear is good to seller um, that's not an IPA right right <laughs> so sours and stouts imperial stouts barrel aged stouts um, barrel aged sours Your barley Any, wines bio, barley wines barrel aged barley wine anything barrel aged is fine unless it's super adjunct like that chocolate cherry, this one right here, we're probably past its prime. Even though I've kept that cold, that was that was in, from September last year. If we would have drank that last year, I bet we would have. It would have been a totally different experience here. than what we're having right now. Um, like this Brett, mm-hmm. this with, with raspberries, that beer could sit sit for years and it would still be fine. They're good. Yeah. Um, other than that, that's. That, that raspberry would be the only one that I would, I would keep for a long period of time and, and try again All right. that we've had tonight. So. so
2: I think the oldest thing I have in my basement is Cuban cigars, and <laughs> they're probably dried out and beyond
0: <laughs> smokable. But Are they not in a humidor? No.
2: <laughs> so that's a, that's a funny <laughs> story. <laughs> this this, this is a, it could be a long story. I'll try to keep it short. But uh, I was in Mexico. And so I bought some cigars, and they—they they may be Cuban. I don't know. They're—they're they're in a little wood box, and definitely uh, look Cuban, I guess. <laughs> they say—they say, they say uh, you know, Cuba, on them. And so I, I bought these cigars, and I don't smoke a lot of cigars, but I bought a, you know, nine, ten Cuban cigars. And so for Father's Day, couple, uh, two years ago, my wife bought me a humidor, and she's like, "Yeah, it's for your cigars." I'm like. But I don't collect cigars, so uh, nice thought. We shipped it back. So I didn't. I didn't get the humidor. Her original idea was to get me a personalized stainless steel growler. Hmm. I was like, well, yeah, that that's the gift for me. So let's ship back the humidor. We'll just put these cigars, hopefully, in that keep. Should have kept the other one. So we <laughs> get we get right. We get this this stainless steel growler uh, from Shutterfly, and it's got my nickname on it. I'm like, yeah, this is great. So I get it, and uh, we don't live too far from the Zipline uh, beer hall. Beer hall, yeah. And so I, I drive over there. I'm all excited to use my my growler. I'm like, here we go. Womp. Mm-hmm. And they're like, uh, yeah, we we can't fill that up. <laughs> I'm like, well, what? They're like, yeah, we, we have to use our growlers. I'm like, oh, okay, well, I'll get a growler of your beer, and then I'm going to go to Moran's because I'll just go to the next. They didn't tell me the law, so I went to the next spot and said, yeah, fill up my growler. And they're like, we, we can't fill up your growler. I'm like. No, no, my, yeah, my wife just got me this. Please fill it up. And they're like, no, ne- no, Nebraska law, you have to use our growler. I'm like, what? Then why would I have this? So, like, yeah, <laughs> you can't use it. This is the most unusable growler in the history of Nebraska growlers.
0: I have the same, God, I have the same story. My wife, she, for my birthday one year, she's like, oh, this guy, he, you know, my husband loves beer. I'm going to get him a gift. And I open it up and it's like two, like, Two pint glasses, you know, shaker pint glasses. And then a stainless steel, like a a big, uh, like a round one, 32-ounce uh, growler. And it has, like, my name on it and the glasses do and all that. And I'm like, well, that's pretty cool, but I'm never going to use either one. <laughs> that's when you go fill up the growler and pour it in. They use the funnel
2: and, you know, get the funnel out. This funnel's like the reoccurring <laughs> yeah. event tonight. I was, but. Like,
0: I was like, unfortunately... The law states that I can't use those growlers, and I don't drink out of shaker pints ever. Really,
1: so you know, if I could get enough signature, if I knew I could get enough signatures to overturn that law, I would try. But I just don't think there's enough that people in the state of Nebraska that actually care.
0: This is the dumbest law I've ever heard in my life. I
1: mean, this is that's Nebraska law in general, in terms of in terms of craft beer. When it
0: comes to beer laws in Nebraska, just. The stupidest things come to look.
1: What they tried to do with the excite tax last year, they wanted to increase the not the excise the excise, excise tax. yeah uh, the excise three hundred
0: and forty five percent
1: yeah they, they they took a they took a a four dollar pint and turned it into a seven dollar pint
0: yeah it was I mean just nuts well and that's what and they kept saying well it's not really that much if you pass it on to the consumer and like no it actually is yeah. Like you guys don't understand like what you're trying to do. All you're seeing is, Wow, Nebraska craft beer and breweries are booming. Let's see what we can do to to drain some money out of them.
2: Dane's like, Do you know I drink forty two beers a week?
0: That's that's taxable.
2: It turns into <laughs> eighty
1: it turns into eighty beers a week. Dollars.
0: Yeah. It's it's the same amount of beers, but I'm paying double. You're, <laughs> right. you're screwing me. I don't understand. You know, once in this state, once you get something good, they just try to screw, screw you. And there's so many things that we could add in this state tax-wise. Oh my we'll God, be, you're not lying. We're gonna get onto a political rant here, and I try not to. What edit. do you
1: guys think about driving in the state of Nebraska? <laughs> <laughs>
0: or, With sports, beer or without yes. sports gambling or legalized <laughs> marijuana, or fucking casinos. Every already. day is a
1: Sunday in this state. Right. <laughs> right.
0: I remember when you couldn't buy fucking beer or alcohol on Sundays
1: in the States. Stupid. That's the weekend. Ridiculous. You, so, I, I, like I said, I grew up in southern Indiana. I live right across the river from Louisville, Kentucky. And the state, of the state of Indiana, when I was growing up, you couldn't buy liquor on Sundays. Fortunately, we were five miles from the state of Kentucky. So, we just, well, I wasn't able to drink. My dad would just drive across the river to Kentucky and pick up his beer on Sunday. Then they move that you can't buy liquor before eleven a.m., which that was fine with Dad because he doesn't drink in the morning. But <laughs> um, but man, let me tell you,
0: yeah, they well, I'm, I remember. Yeah, we used to go to Super Saver, and the liquor store was was closed on Sundays. And then they then when they passed that law, it was like you can buy it afternoon, like twelve o'clock. And it's like, why why do that? Like, yeah, right. It's just done.
1: I remember working for Red Robin when I was in college, and they, it was a very Yum. strict, yeah, right. It was a very <laughs> strict law or rule that you couldn't offer anybody alcohol before noon on Sundays. That's that's when. You're and shut I was just like, "Are you?
0: What is this?" Yeah. yeah, you can offer them endless amounts of fucking fries, fries, fries. but you, they can't have a the in the world. Have a strawberry daiquiri. Right. No. Or a mimosa with your brunch. Yeah.
2: You know what? You know, it's a day of rest, but rest includes... Yeah. yeah. I mean,
1: alcohol makes me sleepy. Yeah, it's going to make give me a nap. <laughs> yeah. Nap well, time.
0: I'm, I'm probably hungover on Sunday morning. I need a drink. Yeah, yes. you need to get through that Sunday. Unless
1: you're getting on an airplane. Yeah, that's Maybe... You know, I should have just seen what happened. It I should, uh, it should drink it on the airplane.
2: More, more air, airlines need craft beers, and the one that I found oh. does is Alaska Airlines.
1: Uh, Delta oh. has. They um, have craft beer? I fly like Delta has the, um, oh gosh, uh, Sweetwater 402 IPA yeah. out of Atlanta
0: is not bad. 420. 420. 420.
1: Yeah, 420. 420. Sweetwater, 420. Yeah, My, 420. Bad. Yeah. My bad. 420. My bad. Nebraska, 420. Uh, it's from not from Colorado? Georgia. It's from
0: Atlanta, yeah. It should be yeah, Colorado
2: Georgia. if it's 420, right? Yeah,
0: right. No. Right. But I, I feel like airports are like the last like lawless place. It's like where you see people drinking at 7 a.m. and sleeping on the floor and stuff like that. Outside like, of Vegas? Just, yes. <laughs> no, any airport. Everybody, once you're in an airport, you're like, yeah, can I get a drink? Like any, it doesn't matter what time it is, people are drinking in an airport. Yep. And then you can see just there's like homeless people just sleeping. Like,
2: I'm just waiting to get on a plane. <laughs> yeah. What do you have? I, I feel like, uh, <laughs> you know, traveling a lot, I feel like I get a lot of bad crap beer at airports. Oh, yeah. It's like the brewery, like, the, here's our local brewery and their worst beers. Yeah. But I'll try them just because it's. I've, oh, like I've never I had did, that beer.
0: Good, yeah. and then it's a new check-in. It's a yep. new airport check-in, mm-hmm. It's and a are like uh, restaurant, airport check-in, and
2: it's full of regret. <laughs> it's full of regret. Because the beer so
0: terrible? Last, well, last time I flew was when we went to to Florida, and we did have a layover in Atlanta, and I d- did drink a Sweetwater beer when I was. In. I'm so sorry. It was at <laughs> Buffalo Wild Wings, and yep. I was just at I the was, airport. I was just super excited because I drank a Brickway at like 6:30 in the morning. Brickway. A brickway? Well, in Omaha. Oh, okay, I flew out okay, of okay. Omaha okay. and I drank a Brickway at like six thirty in the morning. And then by the time that we got to Atlanta and I got there and everything, it was like, it was like wow, it's like, it's like ten thirty, whatever. Let's let's go we have an hour and a half to, to go. Like, oh, there's a Buffalo Wild Wings like, Oh, I can get another beer. I'm like, Oh, I've never had sweetwater beer, let's get that like Tastes like piss. Well, I'm going to drink it, but there's a new check in. It's a new beer. It's a new location. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I'm on vacation. I'm finally drinking.
2: Speaking <laughs> of water, water beers that have the word water in their brewery. <laughs> am I missing something? Because when I go to this, uh, when I go to, uh, where to I go? In Street or Moran's, they have a lot of still water. And I'm just not impressed at all. Yeah. I feel like it's never been a good.
0: Well, that's another uh, Matt Dinges, uh beer. That's uh, Oklahoma beer. Yeah, Stillwater. Yeah, I can I can agree with you. I've never been overly impressed with any Stillwater okay. ales. Yeah, uh, but I feel like there's a lot of them at these stores. Oh, they yeah Stillwater puts out a lot of freaking beer. And talk about labels. I think some of their labels are pretty inventive and yeah. and fun and and stuff like that. I think. Just this, uh, this last week, I saw they had a new uh, double dry hopped IPA or something like that. I can't remember what the hell it's called, but just this, it was it. It reminds it's me pretty, of this one. It it's was very like simple. A, a sil- silver can, yeah. with just like a, a straight line, yeah.
2: You are drinking so slow on oh, that one. I'm sorry, I'm, no, you, I kind
0: of sc- no, no, wait, we're, we're patient. I don't actually really. Uh, enjoy this one
2: too much. I'm going to use the restroom. It, w- it won't pick up what I'm doing in there right on this mic, right? I'm good.
0: Um, well, just my uh, toilet cam will, but yeah.
2: Well, that's a given. <laughs> All right, I'll be back.
1: Uh, Talk amongst yourselves. Yes. Oh, we will.
0: We will. We will.
1: I. Uh, I you know, I'm, I'm with you. That, that's... Uh, that was not the best beer that I picked up there. Uh, well, no. Sorry, I'm talking. I was talking about the Bezelbub. Oh, this. Uh, I didn't mind the cherry. Uh, Chocolate cherry style. Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't actually mind that.
0: It was I, that went down smoother than the the Bezelbub. Bazel, yes. What did What do you say? Bez, Bezelbub. Bezel. Yeah. Has a Has a picture of a bug on it. And hops. And hops, which doesn't make any sense, but. I'm it wasn't. Here. It wasn't a hoppy stout. No. It was. It was way too roasty. Yeah, and that was my last experience with it. And I didn't want to say it, but it was way too roasty the last time I had it. And I, I've had Alchemist beers on the podcast before. Um, I think we we actually drank one in a blind tasting. That's what I should
1: have done. Is I should have taped this. I should have taped these and said, "What do you think of this? What do you think of this?" Yeah, because that have been uh, northeast beer is what you should do with that. Have
0: you done a blind tasting before?
1: I have. um, I actually when the Raven did their um, Hop Fest two years ago, they did a a blind deal for their. um, uh, You could do a a flight, and they you would go through and you'd do it. I think I got uh, shoot. I got like, I got like seventy percent of their beers right. Yeah. Uh, um, but
0: it's it's so I've done two well, I knew what the beers were yeah on on my podcast. I've done two blind tastings, and it was fun. I enjoy it, like going into it, having no idea, just going off of your uh your taste place, just your palate mm-hmm. um and seeing what you guys think of actual beers. I'm gonna do another one hopefully soon, and uh but I'm going to do it like... I'm going to do like a, like a Pilsner or like a Lager. Like, just... I'm going to do, like, craft ones. I'm going to do non-craft ones. I'm not going to do, like, domestics, but... Right. You know, well, I'll probably do some domestics, but not Bud stuff, but... And I just want to see what what pe- what people think. You know, they sit there and drink that and and just give me your honest opinions of those beers. Because, I mean... Those beers are hard to brew. Yeah, they really are. Like, if there's any imperfection in that beer, it's going to stand out, and you'll know it r- right away. But what does your brain tell you? What does your eyes tell you? Tell your brain to tell your mouth. Once you so, look at it,
1: I guess when I did it at Happy, I had I had to, they gave you the list of of what you were drinking, but you had to guess. You had to put you know. Tap one is this, or your 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 third drink is to tap one, or your fourth drink is to tap twelve, and um, but I, what I haven't done is just done the actual blind side of things, saying okay, what do you think of this? Yeah. Is this is this what you expect, or is this um, is this good, or is this bad? And then yeah. say, oh hey, you're drinking a Coors Light. You thought this, that you said this was good. <laughs> yeah, <This is> amazing. <laughs> well, yeah, I
0: mean. It- you yeah. What well, oh man, this beer is super drinkable. This one's fucking great. Right. Okay. Like, oh, while well, you're drinking a McLove Ultra, <laughs> yeah, <I> rushed
1: <laughs> like, it, right. rushed it. Yeah, which completely changes your
0: your sense of how you look at beer at that point. Exactly. It, well, and the same thing with like like IPAs. Like, we drank an Alchemist. Mm-hmm. I mean, Alchemist is one of the original uh, hazy IPAs. So right. It it didn't win that that. Uh, that uh, t- that blind tasting, um, white, we did inverted galaxy on there. That was the worst beer. But once once they found out, they're like, oh shit, we just talked all kinds of shit about that. I'm like, whoa. I mean, it was. I changed my. mind. But it's all relative it, to what you're drinking. It, it's it's yeah. not.
1: That, it's not that you think that it's shit. Yeah. It's 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 shit compared to what else you're drinking. But I mean, at the same time, there's a there's a perception when you know what you're drinking. Like when I go and I rate beers, I, I think I rate most of the local beers higher than maybe I would just, if I weren't from the area because yeah. I know a lot of the people that brew this beer. Yeah, you think that's why you rate it higher? Because I give
2: most of my fives on Untapped have been to Boiler, but I don't think it's because it's local. I think it's just because
1: I truly enjoy the beer. I mean, so I I gave an obscene amount of fives when I was in Ront. An obscene amount of fives when I was in Vermont, um, and I, I'll agree with you. I don't. I've. I don't think I've ever rated a, a boiler beer less than four and a quarter. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe like two, but that's at. Yeah, that's but it. I mean, I. But if I were to go through and I would do, I were to do this blind taste test, it would all be relative to what I what the 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 scope that I'm I'm drinking. I mean, and to be honest with you. I'd love to do that to see exactly where my palate sits because yeah. maybe, maybe I love skinny legs from White Elm, but then there's you the, the Pseudo-Sue from Toppling Goliath that is, oh my god, it's so awesome, and I like skinny legs better. At least I think I do. But then when it's blind, maybe I don't. Right. So uh, yeah, I, yeah. I would love to do that.
2: So I think with Boiler, you, you would you, would, you wouldn't know it was boiler necessarily but you would know that it's amazing flavors right or the skinny legs that if you don't know it's skinny legs it's, it might not be what you would, would normally think right yeah hmm. and, and even with the White Elm White Stouts you'd be like you know that's it's still really good and those flavors are great but so that would probably hold up but the the traditional flavored beers might not hold up to your initial expectations
0: so how much? So you got a treehouse beer right there? Is that was that Curiosity sixty six? Yes. Have you had much treehouse before you were there? Um, so uh, my best
1: friend growing up from Southern Indiana, um, she moved from Boston to Lincoln in December, and she brought a bunch of treehouse with her. Um. So I I before this trip, I would had a lot of of treehouse. And um, I had not had curiosity. I'd had, oh gosh, I, I've, I, I have, I've had a copious amount of Treehouse prior to this trip. Okay, um, so you've had a lot of it. Have yeah. you had much Treehouse no, before? None.
0: Okay. What do you know about Treehouse? I know nothing. You don't know anything? Treehouse have Virgin. You, have you yeah. haven't heard of no, them No, never before? heard of them. Okay. All right.
1: Um, do you wanna you want to run with it?
0: Yeah,
1: let's drink it. Um, oh no, do you want to run with the, ex- the like the the backstory of it or? Oh yeah,
0: yeah, go
1: ahead. Yeah. Um, so, oh, shit, I just screwed that up. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: that, that almost sounded better.
1: Um, he yeah. opened that with his tongue. I just. Uh... Nah, I'm gonna taste it. Treehouse is one of the top five breweries um, voted by I think Beer Advocate yep. in the world. Yep. And they're based um, about 45 miles west, northwest of Boston, Massachusetts. I can't remember the name of the town that they're in. Um, but they are notorious for their IPAs and the variety of, uh, of flavors that they throw out in all of their beers. Um, when we were there um, this last time... There are days where they will only do cans, a can sale. And there's days based off of volume where they'll do a tap house or a tap room and cans. When we were there, we were there for two and a half hours. The line was 200 feet from the front door. Once you were in the front door, it went another 200 feet back to the canning line. Jeez. Um, and... On their they update their tap list, I think, on Thursdays, their canning list, rather, okay. on Thursdays, some some random day in the middle of the week. and then they'll they'll go through what they have and then they'll just add as they they can throughout the week. Um, but I have I've never seen a more impressive brewery. In the times that I've been on my travels, um, when I was there a few weeks ago, they're actually expanding. Um, they're they've I think they're adding a restaurant um, because the 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 entire brewery was on a, a complete undertaking. And when you walk in, um, they've got huge thirty foot mash tons all over the place. Yeah, and it's just full of beer. Dude, wow.
0: dude. They do a lot of beer. Right? Oh, yeah. and it's, it's and it's
1: and it's the best beer. Some of the best beer that you'll that you'll ever have.
2: It it smells good. It's like got a, a slight dank, but not overly dank smell. And then I don't know if Everything, it's grapefruit or something that so, it smells really smell, good.
0: It, like to me, I have drank so much Treehouse beer. Now just it ha, it's a it's a Treehouse beer. Like I could pick that beer out of oh, just by the nose. Yep. Because
2: oh, that has a, tr- it's it's, it's like, a sweet
0: treat house nose. Yeah, that's
2: like a. Hmm. At first, I was like guava. You know, I'm Cuban, so I was like, it's like guava, like this this melon, and then it it was like almost like a tea taste in the back. I, I, yeah. It's yeah. Tea? Is that
0: right? This or one, no. This one is totally. It has the nose that I know of treehouse, but the flavor is. I get I get so much melon. Like There's a ton about. of yeah. melon. Yeah, melon. That's yeah. it.
2: Does melon have a tea taste? Like a this tea taste that I like? I don't know. Just I I th-
0: I think it's just that that hot bitterness is maybe what you're pulling in as yep. a tea taste. I I can understand that. This, this
2: is this is a good beer. That's good. I could. That's one I would repeat yeah. over and over. Wow, thank yeah. you. Thank yeah, no, you.
0: not a problem. Yeah, this this and uh, Devil sunshine. My favorite two IPAs, uh, Foam was good. Ursula was good, but they're just a little step below of these two, I believe. Mm-hmm. And th- that that wild wild br- raspberry. Oh man, that was, man, that was I could good. drink that all. Uh, I
1: can't drink a whole lot of fruit beer because it gives me a gut ache. I could drink a lot of that and good. not care about my gut ache. Yeah. Well, thank you to uh, El Bay uh you know,
2: for throwing that in my box. <laughs> <laughs>
0: She hand-placed Christ. it into his box. <laughs> At
1: least she didn't put it in her box.
2: That, that, well, hey, that would have been a whole explanation.
0: <laughs> wow. Well, uh, we went one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. We got, we got through and we're into nine beers here, folks. I could get up to 20. Nine beers later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take
2: Sorry. that, Mark. Yeah, I'm glad this is called Fridge Guys and not Three Beers Later because... Well, the only
0: time the Three Beers Later does that, this many beers is when uh, Fridge Guys is on. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have some beer set aside. I have that Marie.
1: Um, gosh, I have probably three more beers set aside for them whenever yeah. they decide they want to... Yeah take me on but uh shoot a message to mark he's
0: always looking for guests no he's
1: he said he was through june when i talked to him yeah so he said he'd try to get me in in july so i've got it downstairs in my basement in my my tornado shelter which is my (laughs) (laughs) my my beer cellar are they lincoln guys
2: then yeah Yeah. okay
0: yeah yeah they they yeah i mean so you have i mean to find my podcasts
2: yeah, you have to dig through theirs, yeah. which I I would love to listen to theirs. I'm not a big long podcast guy, so like Grady's was perfect, 30 minutes. But yours, I'm like, yeah, they're entertaining the whole way through. But then I I looked at how many episodes they have, and they're like 80. I'm like, I can't even because I would have to hear them all. So that's where I like
0: yeah.
1: get torn. Theirs are <laughs> theirs there's theirs, theirs are pretty entertaining. It's, right?
0: it's, it's entertaining. It's not it's not as I mean they drink beers. You know, when it first started, it was they would drink three. They would drink three beers, and it started as the the same three beers. Like their first episode, I think it was Alpha Modern. Okay. And they drank three Alpha Moderns, but during beer one, they talk about people. Uh, Beer two, they talk about uh, events. And beer three, they talk about ideas.
1: They always have a dream they have to talk about.
0: Yeah. And then at the end of the podcast, they rate their beers, and then they talk about whatever dreams that they had. Um, So that's how it started. And like when I when I first started listening to those guys, I was like, "This is this is so fun. This is so great." I'm like, and and I just and it, it brought me back to like all the times that I have people over here and we're we're drinking beer and we're just having beer conversations and and talking about stuff. And so I I was a guest on on their podcast. I don't know, like uh, number eight or something like that. Or 14, or I don't know what the hell it was. Um, and I brought in Fluffleupagus when it first got released. And I brought in four Crowlers. Mm-hmm. Granted, I I started drinking at like 3 o'clock that day <laughs> at Moran's. And then that was the same day that Born Yesterday came out from mm-hmm. Lagunitas. So I was drinking at Moran's, and then I got Born Yesterday and I showed up there, and, and they weren't ready, so I started drinking that in the parking lot. And then um, they got there, and I'm like, all right, do you guys want to drink hops or stouts? And Mark said, ah, let's do stouts. And then Connor was like, I want to drink hops. I'm like, "No, well, we already decided we are drinking stouts. Little did they know we were drinking 13% crawlers. They only had oh. four of them, so we each downed a whole crawler, and then I like, popped open number four, and I'm pretty sure... Myself drank three quarters of it. Mark drank the other part, and I don't even think Connor had any. But we got super drunk <laughs> that that first podcast, and then second podcast that I was on with them, I had to apologize for all the drunkenness <laughs> that uh, that that went on. And uh, then we we did something like this. I brought a bunch of different beers mm-hmm. in because that's what I like to do on my yeah. shares is drink different beers. And then we did a, a sour fest. They 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 both really enjoy sour beers, but they didn't. They they never did just all sour beers. So they actually came here, like episode twenty seven. I don't know what the hell it was. And uh, we we did a sour fest and we drink all sour beers. And it was it was a really good time. And and I had this equipment. Um, actually I actually had a I had this equipment, but it was much worse. <laughs> 'Cause it sounded terrible. But uh I'd I'd never really done any of this kind of stuff before and I was like this is just super fun like I remember when you first
1: started your podcasts yeah. and it was it was it was awesome and the, but it was like so few and far between. I was like, Yeah when's Dane gonna do another one? Yeah. When's he gonna do it?
0: So I and, you know, I just started I was like, Ah, oh, let me do one once a month or whatever and um It was a good time. I I invite. We started as friends of three B three BL. Yep. Because they went on a hiatus for a little bit, and uh, I was like, "Well, you've got listeners out there that want a podcast." It's like, "Let me do your podcast for you." So I did two of them for friends of three BL, but I just felt like I was like stealing the 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 brand of what they have, and I was like. Well, what, what I'm passionate about is the beer. Yeah. That's that's what I want to talk about. That's what I want to get into and what I have the connections with. I mean, they bring a lot of guests in, whether it's listeners or it's sports people or all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And uh, I was like, well, I know. You know, if there's a person in the beer industry, I probably know them in this town. So let me let me do that. And he's, Mark was like, perfect. If you want to do one of your own podcast, let's do it. So That's how the Fridge Guys started. Well, the Fridge Guys started because of that drunken tweet that one night <laughs> from, from the guy, one of the celebrities from uh, uh, Last Man on Earth or whatever that show was. They tried to get him on the podcast and he drunkenly tweeted at them one night calling them Fridge Guys. <laughs> and, Mark, and Mark and Connor was like, that's a that's a great <laughs> name for Dane's podcast. <laughs> I it, remember that, oh, it's true. I was like, I have like five beer fridges in my house. I'll be the fridge I Got <laughs> cellar boy, whatever.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was that. I remember that because they talked about that quite a bit on one of their podcasts.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it was like, oh, fridge guys. And I was like, let's do it. Perfect. I love the name. uh and there's actually a fr- another Fridge Guys on Twitter, but it's called The Fridge Guys, and it's just guys selling fridges that have, like... No uh, beer. No, they're, well, it's just, like, fridge magnets. Have you, have you tried to
1: contact them and buy them out?
0: No, because they, like the, the last post <laughs> hey, they did was, like, in 2016.
1: Oh, yeah, so not even, it? it's not even oh, active. I, I love how you don't edit either. You just, oh
3: yeah, no, to, no, because no.
2: that that would be overwhelming to me. I I just as I get no. older, I get overwhelmed by stuff.
1: I remember when I was when I did my uh, my uh, three beers Later podcast with those guys, the the station went down. Oh, they so they they were, uh, half, uh, Connor was, <laughs> both of them were trying to get in contact with uh, I think it was Windstream to try to figure out what the heck was going on. And then at the very end, uh, we all we all wrapped up. and then it was like it was a good two and a half hour podcast. And Mark sends me this message at like one a.m. He goes, "I don't know if we can save it. <laughs> I think that we got about halfway through and it recycled. We'll see." And then a little bit later, I got another message. It's all good. It's posted. But he got no sleep that night because I think he had to be at work at like six a.m. <laughs> the man is dedicated to yeah.
0: beer. Yeah. He he really enjoys doing the podcast. I mean, when when it started, Mark was never behind the microphone. Yeah, and and now he's behind the microphone uh, doing the podcast and and all that kind of stuff. And I remember
1: so, when he was working for Fox, Fox Forty Two, <laughs> On
0: TV? <laughs> Channel Nine.
1: Oh, uh, Fox Forty Two, I think no, is what it was. Out of yeah, Carney. Yeah, oh, Carney.
0: Yeah, yeah. But uh, I love. I mean, I love those guys. I love what they're doing. Um, I love being a guest on the on their yeah absolutely. I, w- I was on episode sixty nine. Uh, no, you <laughs> never. <laughs> Were you alone? <laughs> uh, well, was, it started just us, and we had an epic share, and then Triple uh, B Printing came in. Uh, Josh Bat, he that son of a bitch. He's probably not going to listen to this either, but he's he's dodged me so many times, and I have. I give him beer all the time. And I actually have beer here at the house for him right now. I'll deliver I, it later. Deliver to your stomach. <laughs> <laughs> at, at, at some point, he's going to come down here. But he's like, I don't really have anything to offer on a podcast. I'm like, whatever, Josh. You just just get shit. here and talk. Yeah.
2: drink. And, yeah, yeah. What, what would you normally do if you're with a friend?
0: Yeah. So we have a good time. Although I think we're going to do a live one from his uh, T-shirt uh Emporium. Alright. The the garage that he makes all his triple B T shirts Let me tell you, that man has some
1: massive cojones. (laughs) The shit that he pushes out is just gold. Mm -hmm. Pure
0: gold. I love Josh. He's great. So, I mean, that's kind of how this got going. I started doing Friends of 3BL and and then it became Fridge Guys and now it's more craft beer oriented. There's not... There's not a local podcast out there that's talking about craft beer. I mean, you guys from two different uh, walks of earth, but uh, you know what? What's got you guys in common? Craft beer. Yep, that's right. Uh, I mean, i This is actually the first time. I don't know, have I? Have we met before, Dar- Darian? No,
1: no, we haven't. I, I, I literally when I was in Massachusetts, sent you a message on Twitter and said, "Hey, I got beer." Here's what I'm going to bring you. <laughs> I can either give
0: it to you or you can have me on. So every once sure. in a while I I you know there's there's people that I meet out and about and I have to admit when I'm out and about I'm usually drinking excessively because it's not a share when I'm out and about I'm drinking full pours all the time. Selfish
2: so. selfish beer. <laughs> yes.
0: What, what was your term?
1: Your- uh, beering. Oh yeah, craft um, beering. Selfish craft beering. beering. Yes. Yeah.
0: So I'm out and about. It. I'm drinking it all for myself. Um, so sometimes I meet people and they're like, "Oh, hey, listen to this, blah, blah. I'm Like, come on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know who you are. Yep. and I don't know how to contact you. It was you. a complete oh. shot
1: in the dark. I like, yeah. I, I, I had messaged Mark and I said, "Hey, I'm, I'm out of here. This is what I'm going to bring you. I'm also going to reach out to Dane." It's going to be a shot in the dark, but we'll see what happens. And um, In your hair. See, yeah, see I,
2: I, I, I commented on Grady's post on uh, Nebraska Beer 30. I was like, hoping. My wife goes, did you ask to come on that podcast? I'm like, no, I didn't. I commented. I did. I
0: did.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah, no. <laughs> I would have. No, he, he
0: commented on on uh, my... Well, they, so, Nebraska Beer 30, they do a great job because they have actual producers. Yeah. Um, which that would be awesome if I had a producer I wouldn't have to do like any of this stuff and uh, if I had a producer that would be fantastic
2: he's monitoring he's pointing to uh, uh, bottle yeah. openers <laughs> no yeah <laughs> no, no that would be all
0: I'd have to worry about and just the fridge and the bottle that, that's all I'd have to worry about um, actually that's why I don't edit because I don't actually deal with any of this I just hit record and then we talk and, and I hit save and, and I give it <laughs> to Mark it. But uh, they have producers and they do a great job. But they put out some amazing social media stuff. And he was talking about Grady. Was like, you know, I feel like you're a craft beer genie. Like every <laughs> time that there's a tap that opens, like you're around. And <laughs> what you know, the fact freaking funny is, I we were at the uh, the uh, farmers market on Saturday, and I was just outside of Kincator and. There was Grady. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Grady's like, like I was like I swear, Grady, I haven't drank beer for six hours, <laughs> and it wasn't I wasn't in Kincaidor, and he's like, "Whoa, I just was." <laughs>
2: Gr- Grady bought some fresh fruit and then rubbed the, the tap at Kincader <laughs> yeah. and you appeared. <laughs>
0: yeah, I was there. So, uh, but uh, they they do a great job, and and yeah, so so that video was up, and and you posted something something about like that'd be a fun guy to have a drink with. And you know, I was exactly. like, "Let's do it. Let's yeah. have a drink." And then, and then you posted that you were at uh, Bait Shop or whatever over the weekend. And I was like, "How about you just come on the podcast?" Yeah. Like, so thank you, thank you. A, let's have a let's have a drink. Let's have a good time. Let's let's have uh, nine drinks.
1: Yeah. No, I I am always open to talking about beer. I I love it, um, and I like sharing experiences, man. I mean, you, I live vicariously through so many people. And finally, you know, you get to share some of your experiences and hope somebody is able to live vicariously through you. Oh, yeah. Because let me tell you, there's not a whole lot of people that go to Vermont to to drink beer. I mean, granted, Vermont's known for, for beer. Yeah. But a lot of times they go for the whole sightseeing adventure. Right. Yeah. And, yeah.
0: You were not dare to go look at leaves. Yo, oh, yeah. But it's exactly. You were, you were the wrong time. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. And, and I didn't know Vermont was a beer scene until I was listening to this podcast. So yeah, and I'm glad you brought the beers.
1: It's eh, top ten vacations that I've ever done. Yep. Five, top five. It yeah. was it was an absolute blast.
0: Oh well, you you brought some some amazing beers. They're good, um, Eric. You also brought some great beers. That New Glarus Lager was fantastic. The Bianca Raspberry Wild Blood Brett was my best beer of the night. Yeah, so. certainly. Uh, quickly followed by this Curiosity 66 and Devil Sunshine Ruby Red Grapefruit unfortunately I brought the maybe the worst beers of the night but that just happens sometimes
1: yep shit happens
0: Yep. Um, uh, James you provided us with the uh, Ultimate Clarity New England IPA which was we started with pretty good IPA I enjoyed that New England IPA I'm going to tell you, I did not appreciate depravity imperial peanut butter cup stout. So I'm yeah, no sorry peanut about butter. that. There was no peanut butter in that beer. I don't know how old it is. I know shipped it to Mark. It's Mark's fault.
2: Well, I saw on Twitter they forgot the peanut butter for this can, <laughs> so that might have been the problem. <laughs> well, I know
0: James shipped it to Mark, and there's a, I actually have a few more of those beer of not of the well I have one more can of that. I don't know what I'm gonna do with it, but give it to Mark. <laughs> Maybe. Well, he got some too. Well, they give it to Connor. And uh, but he sent me a bunch of other beers from Renegade and some other places, so I've got to drink those here soon. Um, but uh, yeah, I just I, I love peanut butter, and I just didn't get it in that no, Didn't have it. I was a little disappointed. Yeah. Uh, Beelzebub. Same reaction I had last time I had it. I think the last time I had Beelzebub, I actually chugged it. (laughs) I just chugged the whole can, and I'd probably rather do that than sip it.
2: But I feel it's the only can or bottle in the group that has a QRC code. Oh, and it's the the best looking.
0: It's a (laughs) certified (laughs) B corporation, which means that they give back to the... uh, the environment, so I dig that. It's Alchemist. the best looking can. Yeah, out it's all a good in.
1: can. Uh, the
2: frog, this sixty six is a good can too. Yeah, that's true. Yeah,
0: that frog on, on curiosity. That's my
1: favorite beer tonight. I am just gonna throw
0: curiosity, it out curiosity. Yeah. it's yeah, it was good. good. It was good. Yeah, yeah I am. I am a sour. Yeah. I am a sour horse, though. So cricket
2: save is my fave tonight, yeah. and then the uh, double sunshine, and then the frog.
0: Yeah, the, the, I, I feel like those three. Are the top three of the night. So, kudos to you guys for for bringing those on to the Fridge Guys podcast. I appreciate that. Well, thanks for having us. For sure. Appreciate it. Um, If you want to follow Darien, D-A-R-I-O-N underscore Miller, M-I-L-L-E-R. Correct. On Twitter. Are you on Twitter, Eric?
2: I, I, I have an account, but no, I'm not on Twitter. Okay. So, untapped would be the Untapped the
0: one. would be where we can follow Cuban Eric. Cuban OJE. At Cuban OJE. Yeah, on untapped. I, I have untapped. no clue
1: what my untapped guy is. Uh, it I didn't is, know it.
0: Yeah, I had a look.
1: It's uh, Darian Miller? I don't, don't know. T- it's, it's Darian Miller, one word.
0: Darian Miller, one word on untapped. You can follow what they're drinking. And now the, the new, that new update that happened, you can actually text back and forth. There's a, there's oh, a really? messaging option on Untapped yeah. now. So it's an uh, it's actual complete social media um, app now. So if you guys are on Untapped, follow those guys. Uh, if you're on Twitter, follow Darian. Eric, he's on it, but he has no idea what it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's on Facebook, too. And we're, we, yeah. we're friends on Facebook now. So. We're friendly. Yes, Uh, if you want to listen to more Fridge Guys podcast, uh, go to fridgeguys.beer. You can find my Twitter at fridge underscore guys, Um, fridgeguys on Facebook, Um, Dane Patton on Instagram, D-A-I-N-E-P-A-T-T-O-N, threebeerslater.com. All of my podcasts are are hosted by Mark and Connor on threebearslater.com. So, uh, also threebearslater.com dot ha- com or threebearslater have a, uh, a, a fa- an unmarked van white van trip coming July twenty seventh. I believe is what when that is. So I'm pretty sure that I'll be I'll be on that and I'll bring some some recording stuff so we can record the shenanigans that happen on an all day beer trip. That'll be a good time. Uh, I don't I don't know when I'm going to do another podcast. I'm going on vacation next week. Unfortunately, it's not a beer vacation. Yeah, sad. I'm going to the Lake of the Ozarks.
1: There's beer down there.
2: Uh, well, I think they got
0: Crystal Meth.
2: <laughs> oh, that
1: That's the new brewery down there. Yeah,
2: Crystal Meth Brewery. <laughs>
0: no beer involved. <laughs> I, 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 I might partake. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I'm going on a, on, a, on a vacation to to there, and then when I get back, I'll uh, I'll start setting up some more podcasts. There's some more breweries out there that I want to get in here. I I want to get Dingus in here at some point. So, um, other than that, uh, thank you, Darian. Thank you, Eric. Thank you. Dan. Cheers, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers.